Thank you for joining us at uh, Beerfish Fanatics. And this episode is actually brought to you by Whisker Seeker Tackle. So make sure you guys go to whiskerseeker.com for all your catfishing gear. Enjoy the episode, guys. Hey, he did it to himself. <laughs> he did. You're right. But did you notice how we actually started catching fish when we put the bets on? <laughs> it's always the case. All right. Here, yeah. fishing kit. I owe you a stupid beer if you guys are watching or listening. Uh, fishing kit, uh, of course, outfished me. What's what's normal? Here. I got to slam this. Yeah. This all, all is right in the world. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, I had to get a tall boy. That's always good. Mm, mm, mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, you need one? Yeah, I need one, brother. Oh, yeah, Thank yeah, you, yeah, sir. Yeah. I can't drink it as fast anymore. <laughs> Should have shotgunned it. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be real warmed up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I'll wait. I'll wait to open it. I don't know. Did you hit record? I did. Hello. Yeah. That that just helps us sync up the audio later. Oh, okay. Yeah, because so we got to record up. the audio on here and then the... Gotcha. Yeah. We'll leave whatever in here. <laughs> All right, everybody. So we're here? Yep. Welcome to another episode of Beer Fish Fanatics. This is Granny with uh, Ma Pop Sports and Ma Pop Fishing, and we have... Kit with the Fishing Kit YouTube channel. And today we are on site. We just finished um, a nice tour of a central Iowa lake. And we're fishing for some fish with stripes today. Absolutely. So we figured, you know what, what better place to record a podcast uh, right after we slayed them. Yeah, we're we're right at the lake still. I mean, we got a gorgeous view. Uh, we showed you guys, but the lighting will probably get blown out from this angle. Very true. And, uh, we don't want to give away our secrets nope. too much, anyway. Right. They don't, they don't, <laughs> right. You guys just know. You guys already know. We fishing kid myself are from Iowa. That's all you need to know. So that's that's close enough, right, Kit? Yeah. There yeah. You guys go. So, all right. So today, uh, joining us, we have Mr. Jeff, the owner of uh, Backyard Bait Shop. That's me. Welcome, sir. And Thank you. We are going to talk a little bit about him and uh, his company and everything, but before that, we, we always got to do a huge shout-out to our sponsor, Fire Trucker Brewing Company, uh, Brigade Ale. That's what we're drinking today, the uh, Pre-Prohibition Golden Ale. Sounds good. So it's a golden ale and the 5.2% alcohol IBU of 26, so it's not too hoppy, guys. Go try this one not out. too hoppy. Nope. Dawn of 20th century recipe crafted with orange and juniper beer is art. Ankeny, Iowa, guys. So I say cheers to a good day. Cheers. 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 Oh, it was a great day yeah, fishing. Great day. Weather Absolutely. cleared up. It's beautiful. Yeah. We'll oh. Definitely. Oh, that's a good beer. Um, Let me give it a Not bad. That is not bad. Um, if you guys, uh, if anybody's in the central Iowa and around Ankeny, go to their tap room, guys. Help us out. Look. For us to do this podcast, huge shout out to them for sponsoring us. All you guys need to do, if you guys like this stuff, go to the tap room. If you order a beer and just tell them that you listen to Beer Fish Fanatics, you get a dollar off. That's it. Helps Perfect. Us. Helps us. Yeah. Simple. Let's let them know that 
people listen to us. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I, I know you guys probably just listen to Fishing Kit, and they just watch or listen to me for just for laughs. No, I, I've actually been watching all of your earlier podcasts, there trying to go. get to know you before I met you. Appreciate that. So man. it's been interesting. It's I, I like them. I do. Yeah, I've learned a lot, actually. Thank you. Mm-hmm. That's good. You're welcome. That's. I think that's the whole point is us to have a good time, but also because I learned stuff from the from the podcast. I think I've said that many times is that it's educational for me to get better at fishing through the podcast. It's interestingly enough, it has actually been that case. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you can always learn more stuff while while listening, whether it's fishing, podcasting. Yep. You can always learn stuff. Very true. Absolutely. Just like today, I think when we learn. I I learned quite a bit of stuff today. Can't give it away, man. We got trade secrets here <laughs> uh, on how to catch. So we'll start with everything. Um, this mid mid June, late June. Sorry, it's almost July. It's almost July. Yeah. Uh, heat is on. However, today we came to a lake to meet up. Jeff, it was gracious enough to take fishing kit and myself out on the lake on his boat uh, and really show us some new techniques that I've never used to to catch you know hyperstripe bass, the fish that we like to catch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I have learned this technique from other people, but I'm just kind of trying to improve it, basically. And I've had a lot of success in the last couple of weeks doing some special research, I should say. Yeah. Jeff, yeah. If, you, if you're friends with Jeff on Facebook or you follow his Backyard Bait Shop page, uh, he's been killing it out here. Mm-hmm. I have. I, and I haven't been sharing near as many as I've been catching because I was trying to kind of keep it. Hush, hush. But I think I'm getting them kind of figured out now. So it's time to experience that with some other people. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. it was a blast because um, I it's been a while since I've been on a good bite for ba- for hybrid striped bass for the wipers. Uh, and it was nice to, to hear the real just peel. Today. Oh, yeah. It was, it's definitely Always. nice. This is the thing, guys. I know we have a lot of listeners who, who are in different areas who probably don't have hybrid striped bass. I highly recommend you guys try it once and go. I don't know. Like We were just talking on the boat. I How can you not like it? How can you not love it, actually? How can you not love catching a wiper? I don't know how you couldn't. It's just, it, it's amazing the way they fight, you know, the way yeah. they run. Yeah. Uh, fairly long lasting for their power, you know, or for their size. Right. Just, they just go. For some, for some reason, there's people that just, they, it, it doesn't do it for them. They, do you think I don't it, know if they like look down yeah, on that's, it. That's, that's what I was going to say. Oh, it's so easy. You could throw anything at them and it's, catch them, but. As you already know. It's not always that easy. <laughs> no. and, and, and I think that's the same thing with the white bass. It gets, uh, I wouldn't say it's like a bad rep, but it gets a rep, like you're just saying, a reputation like, oh, if they're biting, you can just throw anything, they'll eat it, right? And they'll just bite. I go, well, same thing can be said about largemouth bass. You know or what I'm anything. For or anything. Matter. Yeah. If they're hungry or if they're biting, then yeah, you can throw almost anything and you'll catch. Crappie spawn, you know? Yeah. Pick a flower and throw it on a hook and throw it at them. They're going to bite <laughs> yeah, it. I'm that's, serious. That I mean, is true. Certain time of year for everything, it's going to be like that. Now, here in probably a few weeks, that that anybody can catch them bite is going to happen near the shoreline. So, mm. Yeah, they're not quite pushed up on shore, at least not that we've noticed because I was actually out with Jeff last week, and we, we tried looking for that top water bite, but mm-hmm. it is not happening yet. Even though, like, I said, like we said, we're coming up on July, and usually I feel like especially as hot as it's been it's been 90s mm-hmm. for a few weeks but at least on this body of water they are not going on top but do you feel like they're slowly moving up in the water column 
Because today, I mean, when we were fishing, I felt like it was mostly everything was pretty close to the top. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like the rain had had more to do with gotcha. that. So if you guys were wondering, we got completely soaked this morning. We hit, So the for, what was the forecast? Like po- like 50% chance of rain, possible thunderstorm, a little bit of wind. It, it was like, eh. It, it, yeah, I think it was like five to seven mile an hour wind. It was bullshit. only supposed to sprinkle for like an hour. Bullshit. Yep. And it was supposed to accumulate like point zero one or something like Horse that. Horse shit. Yeah. And I was like, oh, we'll be fine. Let's do it. Let's just do it. Yeah. We got soaked. Yeah. I think it was a raining right when we got here mm-hmm. or before we even got here. It started raining. Yeah. And it probably didn't stop till, I don't know, 10 o'clock. That yep. was, and that's, I think that's when the best bite started picking up was when uh, the rain kind of stopped. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it, we were freezing our asses off and, it, and none of us were complaining because we didn't want to look like a bunch of pansies. Right. Because <laughs> I was, I'm not going to lie, guys. I'm a, I'm a big boy. I'm pretty, pretty chunky and I, and I stay pretty warm. I was a little frigid this morning. I'm I was like, cold. Yeah. <laughs> and then, I didn't like, say it, but I, I was cold. I know. I didn't want to say that. I didn't want you guys to be like, whatever, man. You know, I didn't, I didn't want to get that clown effect on uh, mm-hmm. of being a pansies, but it was a little chilly, even though it was 80, 80 degrees. It was, mm-hmm. it was in the 80s, but yet the rain, the wind a little bit just made it a little, a little rougher than it should have been, I think, this morning. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But but we stuck it out. Yeah, I and was gonna say it. It almost it got dicey. Out. It yeah. almost got dicey because <laughs> yeah. there was some lightning. We heard a, <laughs> some thunder cracks, but it was. Well, I feel like it was far enough away where it's like, oh, it's a little concerning. But I think we're all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I did the second counts in my head. Like when you see the did light. You? Yeah, when you see the. So if you guys don't know, if you see the lightning, mm-hmm. the light, and then you count. Per second, that's how many miles away it is from you. Yeah, yep. like one, Absolutely. one thousand, yeah. two, one thousand. So I was like, ah, it's a couple miles away. We're still okay. Usually if I see it striking the ground, I will get off the lake. Gotcha. And I know that's not a safe way to play it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but in my head, it's the way that I, I feel safer, I guess. We're still alive. We're doing the so podcast. it was staying yeah. up yeah. in the air, and I was like, you know what? We're okay. We'll try it. And, you know, um, so these guys, these gentlemen went out last week, and I was out of town with the family on a family trip. And, of course, you know, Fishing Kit had to show me some amazing pictures of their catch. And then I was checking out uh, our bait shops website. That was awesome, you know, just seeing their pictures and what I missed out. So I'm, I was more than grateful. I was like, Fishing Kit, like, are you busy next, you know, Friday? I'm like, shit, no, I'm just go fishing, you know, because I saw the fish they caught. So it was, um, like I just said, it was I really do appreciate you bringing us out here jeff and, and giving me an opportunity to get on a on a good wiper bite i haven't absolutely, had absolutely man it's awesome i mean i i was glad to have both of you you're both great guys and it, it just feels natural like me and kit were talking last week because we never have actually hung out and fished together in person we've we've chatted back and forth through mm-hmm. messenger or whatever and just meeting up and fishing together just felt natural, you know, like we had known each other for years. And it was the mm-hmm. same way with you today. You know, it just it just felt natural. And good people attract good people, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, it was fun. So, yeah, last week, like, I, I, I even asked Jeff, I was like, is this the first time we've, like, fished together? You're like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, weird. It feels like I've known you for so long. <laughs> yep, that's exactly yeah, how it went. It was went. super natural. Um, I guess, like you said, you know, good people bring good people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if my brother-in-laws are watching this, yes, I caught fish. It wasn't, I, I wasn't not just taking pictures of fishing kid and Jeff catching this, you know, they always give me a hard time. Because, so my brother-in-law came, I think, two, two three weeks ago, and uh, we went fishing at a, um, let's just call it a dead sea. 
if you guys don't, if you know, you know. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're fishing there, and it was literally the Dead Sea. <laughs> yeah, so, you're not missing out if you're trying to figure out where it's at. Yeah, <laughs> don't don't even try to figure it out because it was the Dead Sea, and of course I had to have. I didn't have a uh, bathroom emergency this time. <laughs> so if you guys are wondering, the brother lost. I think they texted me the other day. They're just like, you know what? Because I told them I was going to go on a boat today. They go, mm-hmm. well, you know, Gourds. You know, that's my nickname. They're mm-hmm. like. Better make sure you bring toilet paper. I'm like, thanks, guys. You Don't know. worry, I got some in the boat. Yeah. So, the, I, yeah. <laughs> FYI, everybody, if you guys go fishing, you know, shout out to Sean Saki Fishing. Thank you for keeping toilet paper on your boat last or two weeks That's a ago. Good man, right there. And he That's... put it in, in inside of a Ziploc bag. Yep. That's smart. That's dude. I was like, oh god, that's that's yep. yeah, genius right there. Waterproof container. Waterproof container. Yeah. So, um, you guys were wondering. I, I had a. Um, I had to cut the, the fishing journey short that day with my brother-in-law. Sorry, brother. Um, but I had to... Nature called. All right. S- he, s- s- simple. He couldn't make it back to the boat. Right? No, I couldn't it make happens. it. Back. And there was no bathroom around. And um, it was... Oh, this is the thing. So if, if the... Because there was a boat of three fishing gentlemen in front of us. And we... So... This is the thing. I, I, there was nowhere to go, obviously. So yeah. I was like, okay, Sean, you got to bank it. You got to just go, man. Just go. So Sean, you know, shout out to Sean. He, he, he literally cut them off. And they were they were casting. So I don't know if they knew or could, probably could care less. that I, need, back. I, I, had, I had an emergency, guys. But they were casting literally in front of us because they were, like, pissed off because we were trying to get to the bank. And we cut them off, and mm-hmm. you know, I was like, "Dude, it's an emergency." I mean, worst case scenario, I'm going to go right in front of you guys. I don't think you want that. I don't think you want that. Exactly. <laughs> so, but if they listen, sorry guys, that was the reason why we cut you guys. Off. <laughs> Luckily, that didn't have to happen today. So, do you have toilet paper in your boat? Me? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so that's Always. one thing I got to remember: yeah. bring toilet yes. paper in Ziploc bag. Just leave it in the boat, right? Or just buy one of those containers, those waterproof containers, yeah. just like this mm-hmm. one, because yeah. it fits a roll of toilet paper. Because you're on the water, so if that shit gets wet, it's pointless. Yeah. So right. yeah, you got to keep you got to keep it dry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, keep that toilet paper dry. Absolutely. That's crucial. Oh, I might do the wet wipes. I'm a, are <laughs> no. you a wet <laughs> wipes kind of guy or just strictly toilet paper? Just toilet paper for me. Yeah. I think if I'm out yeah. in the bush. I like wet wipes. It would probably well, help. It'd make it easier. Yeah, I that's, that. that's, that's, yeah, that's like, yeah, of course. That's like mm-hmm. pre-Madonna stuff, man. And then you don't have to worry if they get wet. Yeah. yeah. You just keep them in their little container. That's true. Go. All right. All right. So I, might do, I might do the wet wipes hey, in, in my own. You boat. might be onto something. Mm-hmm. Wet wipes. There yeah. you go. So, Granny caught fish today. I caught I fish caught today. I caught fish today. Kit was just romping on us. Yeah. At the beginning. At the beginning. At the beginning. Well, I think he would have really, because this is the thing. I, I appreciate Fishing Kit. The reason why he, his numbers game, he, he could have just destroyed us. But he decided, you know what, I'm going to bait dunk a little bit. So he took a, he took a good 30, 45 minute break to just mess around, cut up some bait and just bait dunk for a little bit. So I, I think he, in a sense, he was just letting us catch He's up. He's giving us a chance. Yeah. Absolutely. I appreciate that. Yeah. Man. yeah and yeah, he totally. really, yeah, really totally. wanted to catch a catfish <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. with a catfish rod. But, you know, it's that, not okay to catch it on a spinning rod. He's got to right. catch it on the catfish 100%. <laughs> but you had the opportunity because I think that first stop today that we were at, there was a lot of catfish. There was a lot yeah. of catfish. But surprised it. They didn't. They didn't want our jigs. That's for sure. Yeah. Which... Actually, I I lost one catfish today. On oh, the did jig. you? Yeah. 
Oh yeah, yeah. He did. Are you sure that wasn't a wiper though? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it did the the this thing. That, like, <laughs> oh, not the one, it. not the one that ran. What's a this thing? So our our audio list. What what is that? Okay, so Jeff's got a live scope set up on his boat, and from my own experience, ice fishing for catfish, uh, they say with live scope you can kind of tell what fish are what. Uh, that's partly true because a lot of times it's just blobs. For it's the most more part. about behavior, I yeah, think. Yeah, behavior and mm-hmm. like if it's a long, skinnier fish, well, what catfish do is they swim up to your lure and they basically go straight up and down and they kind of go side to side. And I was talking to Jeff about it. Like they'll come up and they'll kind of rub their bodies mm-hmm. on your jig, kind of tasting it because with the catfish they got taste buds all over their bodies, so mm-hmm. they're they're trying to feel it out because. And from that behavior, I can kind of tell, like, okay, this is a catfish versus, like, a wiper. They just, once they show up, they're zooming in. They're, there's no there's no second guessing what kind of fish that Absolutely. is. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Especially if they're chasing because mm-hmm. they're, they're all over it. I mean. I think today, by being on your boat, Jeff, and seeing live scope, I'm really, I, I, today was the first time I've actually seen live scope on um, open water. Mm-hmm. I it's was fun, able, isn't it? Oh, super fun, guys. It's if you fun. guys have not done it, please do it. Um, but the be, the fish behavior is 1,000% correct on that because I instantly, by about an hour or two hours in, I figured out, okay, now I know exactly what a drum acts like. I can tell mm-hmm. that that's a drum. And then I can tell that that's a wiper or a white bass. Instantly, yeah. just the way they dart, mm-hmm. the way they um, check your lure outs and everything. Because I felt like if it's just one of those things that you can't tell the difference. I mean, honestly, can you tell the difference of what size that or what kind of fish it is from the the screen? If they turn directly sideways and stop yeah. right there, so like you can a muskie, yeah. you, you oh, know yeah. it's a muskie yeah. because number one size. Yeah, and they have their own special shape. You know what I mean? But to, but can't. today the way you, you can't, I, I couldn't tell, but the way they were acting, you mm-hmm. could tell that okay, that's a drum. We knew like instantly those are drums on the mm-hmm. bottom. Yeah. Well, once we started catching them, yeah. we knew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we didn't know until we yeah. started catching once them. You start catching but them, they do you know. have a specific like size and behavior at this lake mm-hmm. that you almost know when it is. But then you get the every once in a while you get like a crappie or a walleye. Yeah, that's you true. You know what I mean? We didn't know that walleye. Shout out, baby! Caught yeah. a walleye Absolutely. today, guys. <laughs> I was the only walleye. one. Eighteen-inch yeah. 18 18 walleye. I was the only walleye. one yeah. caught a walleye, and, and that's gonna be dinner, daddy. And then I caught. A white crappie, which I did not expect. That came out of nowhere. You know, and I didn't know that they were a walleye or a white crappie. It was just right. true. another blob on the screen that, you know, we, we were fishing for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the behavior is definitely what, what keys me in on what species of fish it is. Right. Because I fish brushy a lot. And uh, perch, I, I'll say this. At the beginning of the year, I could tell what was a perch, what was a bluegill, and what was a walleye. And it was, it was very strange. It might sound crazy, but so like a perch, I call it doing a wheelie. It would like swim along the bottom and it's like this, you know, with its mm-hmm. head up and its hmm. tail down. Mm-hmm. The walleye would creep right along the bottom. I mean, they'd stay really close to the bottom. And I knew because I was catching these fish. And the bluegill would just like dart back and forth. And yeah. I call it running, like they're running <laughs> yeah. back and forth, you know what I mean? And obviously the shape, the walleyes have the long slender mm-hmm. shape. Yep, but it's hard to slender. tell a walleye from a perch if they're similar size. Yeah. But by that behavior, I could tell that they were different. Right. Different fish. 
Yeah, once you start catching them, and then then you can kind of figure out what fish is what. But kind of put it together. I think it's hard hard to say if you just go out there fresh, you haven't caught a fish yet, and then you're like, okay, I wonder what these are. Absolutely. Except for I guess a wiper. There's just there's just something about the way that yeah. you know because we see drum, catfish, carp, mm-hmm. um, and but when a wiper shows up, we know. Oh, like, yeah. Okay, it's here. They the go. real fish is here. <laughs> yeah. So so on the live scope, that's what was the coolest thing I saw today. It was like. I never seen how a wiper reacts in open water or whatever, mm-hmm. and the way it got it gets you excited. It's neat, it got, isn't yeah, it? it's it's like uh, it gets your adrenaline going, like your heart starts thumbing because you know that's a wiper. Just mm-hmm. the way it's just zooming in, it's so aggressive, very and, aggressive, and it's r- ready to pounce. And you're like, what the hell? And then you can see when it actually swipes at your stuff, and if it misses, you're like, oh, because you can see it. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of cool mm-hmm. that I that that was the probably one of the coolest things I saw today. Yeah. And the thing with live scope, there is a slight delay, and when a wiper hits, you'll see it. You'll feel it. it it's already happened by the time you see it on the right, screen because mm-hmm. they're so fast. Yep. If they're super aggressive and they want it right now, it's like that that one instance where I looked like a half a second or a second <laughs> later, mm-hmm. and I had already felt it and missed it, and I just seen it on the screen when I turned to the right, and it's like. That's a pretty big delay. Yeah. Is that yeah. something that I can change in settings? See, I don't know. That's what I was going to ask because I was wondering because during ice season, I don't think you, s- you have that much of a delay, do you? There's, a, de- there's a delay. Oh, there's there? Through the ice and stuff. Okay. Because I know for – I have the, the old panoptics. It's a huge delay. Yeah, panoptics is, is super delayed. Bruh. Like even I've never played. It's probably at it. least twice as long. Delay. Really? Yeah. Oh, it, that would be frustrating. Because yeah. even even though you say twice as long, it's like literally maybe half a second. Mm-hmm. That half a second is still if in your eyes when it's you enough, see it, it's yeah. enough to make a big difference. Mm-hmm. And it, it is. And um, but yeah, you're right. I, I saw. I was like, I'm wondering if if you can't fix. I don't know if there's specific settings to fix that that delay. I don't know. I think there probably is the, where you can. You can make less of a delay. I just don't remember exactly where it's at. I think the I'd have to play with it. The more settings you dial back, like verse, uh, trying to think of what settings, because there's like filters you can turn on mm-hmm. to like help clear like, up the image, like the bottom, whatever. Yeah, the, the bottom or the bottom think, fill. That's yeah, what it is. I think they also have like a high water column filter thing, and mm-hmm. you know we got there's a noise bunch of noise, yeah, noise rejection. The more of that stuff you t- dial back, it basically has less computations it has to do because mm-hmm. that's all it is it's just a computer yeah transducer and a computer and a screen so basically the more of that stuff you turn off it doesn't have to compute stuff so it's the delay is is not not as pronounced absolutely that's why i'd rather deal with a bit of noise just so i can have that better reaction mm-hmm. but most of the time when you get a bite <laughs> If it's a wiper, you if set it's the hook. A wiper, yeah. yeah. You set the hook, then you look at the screen, and then you see the whole thing replay oh, yeah. right in front of your face. If, oh, yeah. if you guys are wondering, like, how are you guys all able to see this shit in open water? We were vertical jigging. We were. So just so you guys know, if you have not done it, go try and do it. It's super fun. And vertical jigging, I mean, technically, we were ice fishing in open water. That's how I felt like. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. really. Yeah. And then, you know, obviously having a live scope, it's real time. You see everything. You see your lure. You see, you see, f- and, and this was the cool thing about the way we were fishing today is that I was able to see Jeff's lure. He's behind me. I, see, I saw Kit's lure. He's in front of me on the boat. And then on top of that, we get to see what he's doing, what I'm doing, what he's doing. And then you get to see how the fish are reacting, all three of us. Yeah. yeah. And and that's the cool thing. It's like, okay, he swiped, missed mine. Cause I think it happened a couple of times. 
and they swipe and maybe miss kids, miss mine, or it hits Jeff or vice mm-hmm. versa. Mm-hmm. And it was so cool to actually see that that fish is still going to keep moving and still hungry, mm-hmm. even if he misses yours. And it will go, and then you just keep jigging the, the people behind you or in a line, just keep jigging because it, it will actually hit you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or if, let's say, Jeff, he's in the back of the boat. I'm in the front. Jeff's distracted for whatever reason. I was just I'm like, Jeff, you got fish on you. Like, oh, oh, oh yeah, that's, yeah. That's oh, true. okay, yeah. all right. Yeah, we're all looking out for <laughs> yep. each other. That is true, though. So. Yeah, see, that, that that's like giving somebody a heads up of what's going on and what's, hey. So, I, I mean, is that cheating? I don't know. We still had to get the fish to bite. No, it's not cheating. It's 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 just being able. It's just getting more information. Yeah, just more yeah. information. I agree. And it makes yeah. it more enjoyable. I think in... Because I think in a new generation, I, I'm a gamer. I used to be a gamer. So this is the closest thing I can I can to a video game because I got too many kids now. Mm-hmm. So I don't get to play video games. So I, now I get a combo. I get a combo fishing and gaming. Mm-hmm. I'm like, shit, count me in anytime, dude. That's yeah, because you're watching a screen and you're trying to get stuff to, re- to react on the screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. trying to win the game. Yeah, trying to win the game. <laughs> it was, yeah. Every um, fish is a game to win. Speaking of winning, I do. Oh, yeah, I, I did ATM a little bit. Oh, um, did you? Yeah, I did ATM you a little bit. Settle up. Yeah, I'll, I'll settle up here in a little <laughs> bit here. <laughs> Not right now. Well, I'm fine. We'll set up. So, uh, three three dollar rule. So Jeff has a three dollar rule. Oh, I got my stuff in the. Uh oh. Uh-oh. In, Uh-oh. in the co- in the cost. Kit got first fish. He, yeah, first fish. Kit automatic. So how much do I owe him? One dollar. One dollar for yeah. Kit. All right. And then, who caught the most fish today? That'd be Jeff. I, I pulled up. Man. And to think, I was at like, what was I at? You were at like nine. It was nine to one. one. Yeah, nine to one. It was. Oh, this isn't going good. I'm getting outfished in my boat again. What's the last dollar for? What's the last? <laughs> Biggest. Biggest. Ah, oh, son of a... So it looks like Jeff kicked twenty inches. I was not a huge fish, but it was it was, it was big enough. It was big enough. I so thought I, I I thought I I was gonna win that good. one because I was at nineteen. And I owe Jeff two dollars. Right. Yes, sir. That was fun, man. That that is fun. That it's is a nice fun. little it's a nice little game to play yeah. with friends. Yeah. It's uh, like I said, guys. Uh, I have not had a good bite. If you guys not seen my video, oh, I did just release a video today. I completely got skunked and I caught nothing but bass. <laughs> At a pond, <laughs> so at least I tried. It's it's something. It's better than drum. Yeah. Well, speaking of drum, <laughs> today wasn't too bad catching the drum. If we need a drum for bait today, we were in good shape. Yeah, they were perfect size, yeah. perfect drum si- bait size. And yeah. I think it was probably mostly me catching drum. Crandy caught a couple, and yeah. Yeah. I caught a. That's couple. how I got my numbers up. You know, yeah. I, just, I just caught drum. <laughs> yeah, you know, we're gonna have to, uh, you know, maybe not count drums. <laughs> well, we're time. not counting <laughs> drum. We're gonna specific species, targeted species. Is game species. Uh, well, it is a game. Drums are considered a game fish. Is it? I believe so. Freshwater drum. Yeah, it should be because the saltwater drum is. You only awesome. consider it trash is because De- depends you, who you ask. Depends who you. It's ask. a freshwater yeah. fish. It's it's a game. Right. Fish. It can be a freshwater fish and not be a game fish. Well, what what constitute a game fish then? <laughs> we're, we're waiting. Uh, crickets. crickets. <laughs> See, because I, I think is it. I think it is a game fish. I, I think anything that you can. I don't know. We, we might have to ask. Is a carp a game DNR. fish? DNR. Um, a carp, not not a Asian carp. I know Asian carp is not considered. What about a game common fish. carp? I think it might be. Fish? Is 
It might be. What defines game? That's a good question. It is a good question because I don't know. That's why I was quiet. Yeah. Because that's like a deer. That's game, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I think a game fish is considered a game fish if it's not invasive. That's what I thought. So all of them, all of them except for probably anything. I don't think that's the right definition. I that's you might be right. I'm, but I'm throwing it out there because I think, unless it's something that you do tournaments for, is that what considered a game fish? Then I don't know. Obviously, man, we're not (laughs) tournament guys, so I'm just trying to think about this. If it's not bait, it's a game fish. Yeah, I. That's what I would. Well, then every fish. Well, I don't know because you can't snag bait or game fish. Right. Technically. Oh, yeah. Okay, you, let's see. Let's see. Yo, you can't snag. Okay, that might be right. You You're can't. Not allowed to. As long as you Keep. can't snag it. Yeah. Let's Google I don't know. It. Let's see what the I'm Google just... answer is. Google answer to game fish. Okay, the first definition from Oxford Dictionary. A fish caught by anglers for sport, especially in freshwater, salmon, and trout, and in the sea, it's just naming off examples. So Bill if you're fish, targeting huh? them, it's a game fish, basically. Yeah. yeah. So then, then yes, I'm targeting drum. So, <laughs> it's yeah. a game fish. You know what I want? It's a game I, fish. You know what I want to figure out at this lake is how to catch those big old torpedo carp. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because yeah. they like come in the screen. They're just these big blobs. Yeah, that are big just kind of hanging out. They, the they kind of look like dolphins. They, yeah, they kind of <laughs> on the live show. Like, oh, is this a dolphin or what? Uh, what do they eat? Well, they're always sucking bugs off the top of the water. Well, they Fly. They're like omnivores. They eat, we were talking eat everything. Yeah. yeah. They, I've, caught, I've caught carp on jigs. I've caught them on live bait. I've caught them yeah. on about everything. So anything. They're it's opportunistic just, like everything there else. There you go. Opportunistic. Yeah. They're just less inclined to hit a lure. Why does carp get such a bad rep? Because they're so fun. I don't know because they're bony. Maybe. Well, that's just eating if you're yeah. consuming. Oh, yeah. Them. As far as catching them, catch they're, they're an absolute blast. Targeting them is not that oh, and they will easy challenge either. You. I mean, seriously, challenge you depending on what you're using. You yeah. yeah. That's if what I'm saying. If you're fishing for crappie on medium light rod and you catch a carp, I mean, you're in for, right. you're in for a ride. <laughs> I guess they can uh, ruin fisheries because they will drain bodies of water just to I get rid understand. of carp. True. For sure. I can, I can understand that, but... Because is, they eat vegetation, correct? I think they, they stir up the bottom is okay. what they yeah. do. But they're, I mean, if you were to target a carp, they're just, just as difficult as any other species to catch. Right. No? But if you had to pick yeah. one, would you rather target a carp or a wiper? Something I can eat, probably. <laughs> Something I can prefer to eat, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm I mean, that, prefer I, to eat. Because I, I can eat. I yeah. consume the fish. So, yeah. yes. And then on top, I think it's just, they just got a bad rep. For some reason, they do got a bad rap, but there's there's a huge following for carp fishing. Yes, yeah. I've and seen that too. And it's picking up. Yeah. It is. It's fly. definitely gaining traction. We should fly fish for carp one. We day. have in Fort Dodge. Well, it's actually Lehigh, but they have um, Lehigh Days. I don't remember if it's around Lehigh Days or not, but they have a carp tournament every year, so people go out and just catch as many as many pounds of carp as they can, and they have this little tournament every single year. Well, I it see. should be coming up soon too. They have one here in Des Moines too at uh, Gray's Lake. Really? Yeah, what I think are, I think they call it Carp Days. Do they? What do they do with it? They just catch, catch and release though? Or no? I I think no, the they, goal is to remove the carp. Oh, okay. And they'll use them. I would assume they donate them to somebody who has like let's say uh, snapping turtles, or oh. somebody who traps because gotcha. the trappers use a lot of carp for bait and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, they could donate them to people who want to consume them, which. Buffalo is 
it, it gets a bad rap because it's really good. Yeah, uh, Buffalo's underrated. It's, 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 I, I hunt, really underrated. I agree with yeah. you guys. Buffalo's Buff, underrated. Buffalo's meat is one of the most underrated fish out there. And it's not as bony as carp. Right. Uh, I think. You I think, think they're so? pretty bony. Not as not like carp. Carp got bones like sticking. Well, every, I think, I think every the buffalo is kind of like that as well. Yeah, the buffalo is like that too. It's, it's hard to get a decent. But I think they're meatier, but the softer their meat. Well, that's sure. Yeah, they're but like, there's still a lot yeah, of bones in it. I guess you're right. Yeah. It's not like you can just fillet them. I True. guess is what I'm saying. Like, that's the biggest thing that holds me back from like keeping a buffalo. It's like, ah, I I don't so care mild. to clean them. Yeah, they're so mild. They're like. Super white. Yeah. Yes, that's the thing. Yeah, it's really think, it's white meat. It's, it's white really meat, right? White There's no meat. blood, like like bloodlines in it. Really, well, they have a huge bloodline. Do they? But you don't get to it because of all the bones. I think that's it. Yeah, that's probably why. Then okay. <laughs> yeah. It. They're. I'm just throwing that out there. Yeah. The meats, as far as bones, it's kind of like carp. They got all those. I don't even want. I don't even know what they call them. They like all, bones off of bones. Yeah. Where they like, split. Yeah, they they're like a bone with like. 20 other little bones sticking off mm-hmm. of them. Yeah. So that's what hold, that's what holds me back from like keeping buffalo cuz I do not want to deal with cleaning them. Mm-hmm. They got scales kind of like a carp, these big thick chunky scales and all the bones. But if somebody cleaned it and like, hey, You'd I fried up some buffalo. Heck yeah. like, oh, so heck let's yeah. Go. <laughs> Where's it at? Fill my plate. Don't I guess cut. that's why people like the ribs, because the ribs, other than the main rib bones, they don't have all those little, mm-hmm. little crazy bones in them. Hmm. Interesting. Don't be telling my in-laws that. They <laughs> love the, well, not my in-laws, my in-laws' friends. They love the, the buffalo keeping it. Don't oh, release right. it. Stop releasing it, Kit. I get yelled at all the time. <laughs> Tell Kit, stop releasing it. Anyways, I don't think Jeff introduced himself yet. Oh, yeah. So who is Jeff and what is Backyard Bait Shop? Backyard Bait Shop is just a guy who loves to fish and wanted to make his own jigs because he was losing too many jigs, basically. (laughs) (laughs) Jeff Jeff makes a lot of his own stuff. It's I do. And um, it kind of came from a combination of a few different people. Uh, I've got a guy I've known for 25 plus years. Uh, he taught me how to catfish, and he makes all his own stuff. He makes all of his own jigs. He makes all of his own weights. Big, big cat fisherman. My buddy actually calls him my fishing father, um, which Ooh. is great because, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's pretty cool. <laughs> but, no, he, he's taught me a lot about catfishing. He taught me how to make my own sinkers and make my own jigs. Well, he always used gamakatsu hooks because he uses quality stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he likes to fish for big fish, so he wants it to hold up. Um, so he kind of got me into the pouring. And then I, I actually lived in Jacksonville for five or six years, and I moved away. I came back to Iowa, and my brother got into fishing after I left because my brother lives in Jacksonville. And he's got an old-timer fishing buddy that is similar to my fishing father. Who makes all of his own jigs and, and, you know, all of this. So he got into pouring jigs. And I kind of took the combination of of these three people, my brother and Rick and Buddy, Mm -hmm. and kind of combined it into an addiction, really. I mean, (laughs) it it really is. It it is. I've got a lot of molds. I've got like 35 molds. But um, I just wanted that. I wanted that quality hook. I... To be honest with you, I didn't want to pay for jigs anymore because I was losing so many. I mean, when you're fishing in Florida, you're fishing 
oyster beds, you're fishing docks, you're fishing shipwrecks, you're fishing rope. Everything is in the water mm-hmm. because it's brackish water, salt water. Mm-hmm. And so you're hanging up on everything. So to cut the cost down of buying jigs that cost like $2.50 a piece, you have to do something. And what I did was I started pouring jigs. Well, it was just, uh, you know, out of the garage deal, making them for my friends, making them for myself. And I was, I started selling bait out of my garage. So I just called it my backyard bait shop, right? <laughs> it's the name. <laughs> okay. So then I was like, you know what? I wear, I, so then it evolved to, okay, I wear hats all the time. You hardly ever see me without a hat. So why would I buy somebody else's hat? I mean, I like to support other local companies, but why would I buy someone else's hat when I could just make my own with my own logo on it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I got a hold of my buddy. I actually found a catfish online that I liked, but then I took that and I drew it out myself. Mm-hmm. I kind of changed some things, and then I, he took what I had and drew it out because he's a um, he's a graphic designer. So he changed it. He made it look really good. And then he put my name on it, and I said, I'm just going to start making my own hats, right? Well, then yeah. I went from hats to shirts to now I'm just making jigs for whoever wants a quality hook in a jig, basically. And that's not knocking anybody who likes to use light wire. I just don't personally like light wire. Mm-hmm. Because the kind of fish that I like to catch like to bend out light wire, to be honest with yeah. you. Yeah, I understand. And I've had some people tell me, well, you know, those are too expensive. Well, I put a lot – I, I – I put the money where it counts because I have to pay for this hook, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, brain fart real quick. I'm sorry. <laughs> I ha- I've had a few people say, well, I can count on one hand how many times a fish has straightened out my hook, right? And I'm thinking in my mind, well, I don't want to count on one hand how many fish have straightened out yeah. my hook because those could have been five of your personal best. You and it's what like, I mean? what kind of fish are you fishing for, you know? Yeah, right. I mean, if all I do is fish for crappies and bluegills, mm-hmm. I mean, if you're straining out hooks five times, like that's crazy when you're fishing for those kind of fish. Right. But if you're going after big fish. If you're fishing for big fish, I think you should be using big hooks. Yeah. In my personal opinion, you're a strong hook. Stronger hooks, yeah. So to that, I just say, you know, I, ha- I can't count on one hand how many times I've lost a fish to a straightened hook because my hooks don't straighten out. And if you do, I will say, if you do get them snagged in a rock, and you're using like 10, 10, 12, or 14 pound line, and you like wrap the line around your hand and you pull it slowly, you will break these hooks. Mm -hmm. I mean, they have their own fault as well, but you're not gonna straighten out a hook to a fish, I guarantee it. I never have. I shouldn't say I guarantee it because, you know, somebody will have like a 80 pound flathead on (laughs) break my hook, (laughs) but you know what I'm saying. So I just, I just like a really strong hook, and that's where that's I kind of came from. These guys teaching me a few things too. I just make a bunch of stuff, and now, like I said, I have a bunch of molds because I like trying new styles. Everybody likes a different style jig, so mm-hmm. I try to accommodate that. Um, especially if somebody's trying to order like a hundred jigs, you know, I will specifically order that mold to make those jigs mm-hmm. because not that I'm going to make a, a bunch of profit on it, but I'm going to now have that mold for the future if they want to come back and buy more or if somebody else says hey i like that jig style i want some of those and that's how it's been with like the teardrop and the freestyle lately Mm -hmm. because i just bought those for a few specific people and now people just love the teardrop and the and the freestyle they do i mean it looks really good especially when you put a 3d eye on it and uh you know clear coat it and make it a pretty color it it really does look good but plain jigs will catch you fish too 
They don't have to look pretty. Mm. It's funny because uh, I'm trying to think of how did I get to ordering jigs from you? Because let me rewind back. Let me get. Let me insert real quick. Okay. <laughs> I think I know how because when Sean asked me to be a part of Saki Fishing, uh, the the pro staff team, mm-hmm. they did a cleanup at the shelter down here. This was like four or five years ago, right? Yeah. Yep. So what I did was I donated a pack of jigs to every single person on the Saki team. Even even the people that didn't show up, I just I, I gave him jigs for everybody on the Saki team and said, here, give these to these guys. The ones that show up to the thing, give them to them. The other ones, if you can mail them to them. And I think that's the first time you probably got my jigs in your hand. And then I wasn't even using Gamakatsu. Right. I was using a black nickel hook, which is very strong, but I was getting the cheaper version because I was trying to keep the cost down. But eventually I said, I don't want to sell something that I wouldn't personally use myself. Yeah. Well, not that I wouldn't use it, but I don't prefer to use. I wanted to use the Gamakatsus because I really like them. But I think that's where you probably got my first jigs. And then I think you contacted me like, it might have been six months later or something. But you were also looking for somebody who makes shad head yep. in yep. pearl. Yep. Should I say that on uh, kit color. Kit color. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, custom we'll, kit color. Kit, we'll mute that kit, part. <laughs> kit has two custom colors, and there's not a lot of people that get his colors, but there are a few select people that get them. Yeah. And uh, you were you were looking for a replace, not a replacement, but if you ran out of these certain jigs that you like, mm-hmm. I'm not even going to say the size. I'm just going to say that you were looking for a backup just in case you run out of these specific jigs. I remember that. Yeah. And that's the first time you contacted me. Like, can you make these? And I was like, yeah, absolutely, dude. Yeah, and that was, what, four or five years yeah. ago? Does now. that seem right? Yeah, I think so because, uh, well, let, let, let me go back even further. So there's, that's a kind of when, I'd say 10 years ago, that's when I really started getting into wiper fishing, maybe even longer than that. Mm-hmm. But... You know, there's this bait shop on the south side. This old retired—I think he was retired because he was really old. He'd be smoking every time I go in there. But he was running awesome bait a, shop. A bait shop out of his garage. That's the good stuff. And he man. sold uh, these shad head jig heads with these—they weren't wire hooks. They were stout hooks. Mm-hmm. Black and, nickel hooks. Yep, yep. And then you know, I, before that, I would go to Bass Pro. You go get like a three pack of of more stout jig heads. Ten bucks. Yeah, it'd be yeah. like two. It'd mm-hmm. be like two, three bucks one jig head. Mm-hmm. And this guy, uh, he'd be selling ten for I don't know maybe like five bucks if even that. But I got to talking to him. I was like, hey, like if I put in like a big order, like let's say fifty jig heads, you know, how much do you want? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, just give me twenty bucks. I was like, holy shit! What a guy! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What a guy! <laughs> and so that's like, awesome. Yeah, because I don't know. Like he just knew whenever I go in there, I'm like yeah, I need a pack of jig heads. Mm-hmm. You know the ones that he made with the stout hooks. It's like oh, wipers must be running then, right? <laughs> I was like yes. <laughs> like he knew, he knew why I why I bought those jig heads. Yeah. So he was kind of my jig head guy for a few years, and then you know unfortunately he had some health problems. Like I said, he'd be puffing away every time we go in there. <laughs> mm-hmm. He he ended up passing away. 
Uh, so, Sorry to hear that. Yeah, rest his soul. Mm-hmm. And then I was getting to a point after my order of 50 jig heads or whatever was dwindling down. That was and, when you came across me. Yeah. And then huh. I was like, that's, that's when fun. I reached out to Jeff. I was like, hey, uh, I heard you pour jig heads. Well, I already got some jig heads from him. Like, then mm-hmm. I, that's when I started asking, hey, can you pour these with this head? And, yep. and then the rest is history. I, ever since then, those Jeff's jig heads are the only jig heads out. I'll order by news. I really appreciate that. I do. Yeah. You, you you don't know how much I appreciate when you say that. Because to me, and obviously my kid, because she loves watching Kit. Kit is a big deal. <laughs> he is a big deal. You know what I mean? And she's mad at me because I came to fish with Kit today. Oh, with, boy. Without her. She's five, you know. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, that means a lot to me. It yeah. really does. So that people that, that been, have been watching me for a while, they already know. Like, yeah, back, yeah. backyard bait shop. Right. Those are the J-Kids I knew. That's awesome. And I, I haven't officially went to, like, an LLC or anything yet. So I'm still on the fence of what I want to do there. I really need to. I really should. Because this year was the busiest I've ever been. That's a good thing. I went for, like, eight weeks straight, and that's all I did was pour and painted jig heads. And then I, the good thing about not being a business is I can say, okay, I'm fishing for a while. You know, yeah. I'm not taking orders for a while. But... I might get to the point if it picks up even more next year that I have to actually by fall, I'll probably have made a decision whether I want to pursue the LLC or not. Yeah. I think, well, that's kind of how these small businesses like local stuff, like we grow together. Mm -hmm. Like as you grow, well, hopefully as I grow, I'm like, yeah, I use backyard bay shop, Jake heads, hit this guy up. Heck yeah. Then hopefully that, Send some people, you know, at least one or two people here and there. And I can be like, hey, oh, you like watching fishing videos? Dude, check Kit out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you yeah. like listening to us talk about catching fish? Check out the podcast. Yeah. There you go. That's just the way it goes. And actually, Grandy, when he showed up, was like, oh, man. I, he, Grandy wasn't using backyard bait shops I yet. He got to use one today. Yeah. He got to use one today. He told me he was scared of the hook. It um like like you were scared of getting hooked yourself. That's what I was wondering what he meant. <clears throat> no 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 yeah because that shit was sharp. <laughs> yeah. no, that's yeah. that shit was sharp. That's the point. I'm like holy shit. Okay, that's the point. And it never lost its <laughs> dullness or the sharpness. So I was like okay. And it's this is the first time I've actually really used the hooks, and it makes a big difference. It 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 because we were catching what would you say maybe like three pounders, four pounder maybe fish today. Is that what yeah, you think three to four. I'm not yeah, very right. good at, at judging weight and or length. I'd say a 20 inch wiper is about like three pounds. Okay, three to four maybe. I could tell you right now. Says, says the guy that doesn't yeah. weigh his fish. <laughs> yeah, no, right. <laughs> um, uh, I had confidence that your hook was gonna be just fine on the next fish. Yeah, my now, my line on the other hand was not. This is true. This because is true. because my line kept getting frayed today and I didn't check it. Well, we oh, were ca- heartbreakers. It was a heart. Yeah, it was a lot of heartbreakers. At least well, a was, it, was it two heartbreakers? It was least? two for like me. Heavy yeah. fish. Yeah. Two heavy fish. One is because we're we're already catching. I I was actually catching fish, and I didn't check the leader. And I think that was the that was the second one. Mm-hmm. And I think it, it was frayed, and it probably hit a spot, and he just broke off. Because the first one he just lost, right? Yeah, the first it didn't one break. It, no, it, it broke. It oh, broke did up. it? You no, know, um, the first one broke oh, off. Yeah, because yeah, he had to retie his. Yeah, I had to retie. Yeah. So it broke off. So and then that's when I started using the. <laughs> that's when I started using this gentleman's uh, hooks, and then I was like, 
I'm not gonna lie. I, I, it's one of those things where it's a confidence thing. It is. And I think I was like, okay, let me try this shit out. And then I was trying it out. Like it was landing me fish, and like you, you guys were saying, man, that shit was not bending. It was like it was, it was legit. It's completely legit because we're catching good sized fish. It was they're fun fighting fish, and even taking the hooks out of the mouth and everything, it's like nothing was bending. Because I usually, whenever I buy those cheaper hooks, whenever you're taking the hook out or whatever, it oh, is, yeah. you, you, you can feel it. it. Yes. Yeah. You can, you, can, you can feel it like, ah, shit. Like, it just totally made the hook maybe just a little bit move. Mm-hmm. A little offset, too. Yes. <laughs> but today, I literally felt like, all right, it's, it's, it stayed. And when I took the hook out, I was like, all right, that hook is not going to move. Yeah, I guarantee you, if you, you were using, like, wired hooks today, you would have had a few bend out. A few I, bend out. Yeah, you might not have broken off, but... You would have lost a fish, and your hook would have been, uh, I don't know, 45 degrees. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. I agree with you on that, 100%. Now, an- another reason I like to use these hooks is because you can sharpen them. So our last trip, I I don't remember if it was our last trip or the trip before when I was alone, but I used one jig and caught like 30-something fish, right? 30-something wipers. Yeah. And I didn't even top off the point at all. That's impressive. Mm. Because wipers and anything with a fairly hard mouth tend to bend that point over. Yeah. And if it does get bent over slightly, you can sharpen it easily. Um, I know a lot of people like sickle hooks, and I'm not going to knock on them here, but I will tell you I don't prefer sickle hook because they're hard to sharpen. Mm. And they're so, they are very sharp when they start. But it's easy to bend that point over because the point is so fine. Yeah. And it's light wire that it bends over after a few fish. And then yep. you end up losing a bunch of fish because your point is bent over and your hook isn't sharp. Well, they're pretty hard to sharpen in my opinion. Uh, so I just prefer not to use them because I can, I think, I might actually try some. But I think uh, Gamakatsu makes a big river hook that is actually a 90 degree style hmm. that is similar to a sickle hook. And I might order like a pack of 25 and check them out. But as far as like the Eagle Claw light wires, I just, I have a hard time using them myself. Of, of course, I'm using Gamakatsu 90% of the time anyway, yeah. unless I'm fishing for like crappie or something. But that's just my personal opinion. Yeah, I actually had the same jig head from our last outing tied on. There you still. go. I, I caught like, I'd <laughs> say 20 fish, at least 20 fish last time. I caught more fish last time. Over 20 fish. Because I caught, caught 27 today. And I <laughs> caught more like last week. <laughs> yeah, we yeah, had it was, like. It was crazy. Yeah, between me and Jeff last week, it was probably like 40 or 50 fish. Dang. I, I would guesstimate, being conservative, I'd say 40 fish. And probably actually, more I'd say like even 50. more because I caught more last week and I caught twenty six yeah. or twenty seven today. Conservatively, I'd say forty easily last week. And I had that same jig head on tied on today because people that have been following me for a while, I do not get caught up like switching jig heads and stuff. I'll use whatever's tied on you, there, and I I don't know. I think it's just lazy. People people would say stubborn, but I think it's just lazy. I think you got your money's worth out of that jig as well. Oh, dude. It did, you know, after, I don't know, the 30th or 40th fish, it did, it had a kink in it. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think that was more from me, like, grabbing it trying with to, pliers or yeah, whatever. Yeah, grabbing it with pliers. Mm. But I still, I probably caught like 10 or 15 fish today before I switched out. Oh, you did switch today? Yeah, I did switch out. And you put another one on? Yeah, same, same, same color. Same size, same color. Same size, nice. same color. Nice. 
The kit color. The kit color. <laughs> I'm serious. I have two jars of paint, and they both say kit on them. So How, just, the, the, the bad thing is, I'm horrible for this, but the, the lighter color... I know exactly how to make that. I can replicate that easily. The darker color, I just threw some crap together one day, and you liked it, and I was like, "Oh, this is Kit's color." You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And now I don't—I re- kind of know how to make it again, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. So I ordered two color jig heads from Jeff. <laughs> Always. It's that white pearl, and what do you call that purple? Kit purple. Kit purple. Yeah, <laughs> yeah of course. <laughs> I'll order. Of course. I'll. I try to order about 100 jig heads at a time from Jeff. Yep. It'd be like 50 of the white and 50 of the purple. Yep. Those are the only two colors I mess with. And uh, I don't know what what it is about that purple color. It's not it's not that I think the purple catches more fish. It's just I want something light and something it's dark. It's your dark color, yeah. yeah. Everybody has a dark color they really like. Yeah. And even a, I don't know if I'm 100% correct about this, but... The guys across the seas, like doing the ice fishing tournaments, I know the guys who do really well, they, they basically use gold, silver, black, and white. Those mm-hmm. are their four colors. After just watching a couple of videos and them talking about it, they're, just, they're very simple. Gold, silver, black, and white. Because they like the two natural colors, the, the gold and the silver, mm-hmm. and then they like their light is white and their dark is black. Or you can just change those up. You know, you can go purple and pearl or whatever. Yeah, but yeah. as long as you have a dark for, well, it depends on your opinion. But I think dark for dark days and dark water. And then light for light days and light water or clear water. The, as long as you have that variance there, then you, you should be taken care of for most situations, I would think. Yeah. Yeah, so if you look in my tackle box, it's just two colors. Is it all much. pearl and purple? <laughs> yeah, pearl and purple. <laughs> well, what oh, color plastics awesome. do you normally use? Kit, what color? White-ish. <laughs> white-ish and, and white. Hold and on, hold on. I have his answer. I've been watching these podcasts. The most natural color that you can find for the body of water. Yeah. Right? Isn't that what you which always is, tell them? Which is a natural color. Yeah. yeah. Normally, well, at least in our bodies of water, actually a lot of bodies of water around shad. the Midwest. Shad. Shad, shad is the forge. Yeah. Yep. Shad color, which is a white, silverish, silverish color. Yeah. They, they might have like some gray in there, too. Depending on, depending on the water clarity, because uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but fish kind of change colors a little bit. Their shades mm-hmm. of color, depending on what the water clarity is. Mm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And what they're eating. Yeah, and what they're eating. Yeah. So it's basically white to like maybe grayish a little bit. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, uh, well, Jeff, you are seeing like, uh, or last week, Jeff was switching out yeah. every like 10, 15 me. minutes. And I'm just sitting here, same, same color, just really enough fish in one Man, after another. I've been, I've been whacking them. When I'm by myself, and I've been, I have been <laughs> whacking them with this color that I had um, Kyle from Renown Baits make me. It's, it's my specific color, and it's called Stardust. It's like a gold pearl rather okay. than a white pearl with some gold flake in it. And I just love it. I've just been whacking them with it. And then I bring kit fishing, <laughs> and they won't bite my jig. They won't Something bite my man. lure. And I'm like... I just sat there and watched him catch fish, and I'm like, okay, give me, give me one. All right, I got to try one. I got to try one of these. So now you know I ordered some. So It definitely wasn't a fluke. <laughs> <laughs> Pun intended. Pun intended. Yeah, shout-outs to Drastic Plastics, man. Definitely. They make some good plastics. Yeah. yeah. Scott. We should get him back on the podcast. Yeah. That'd be fun. It'd be 
If we get like a in person one, I think yeah. that'd be better. Be nice. You know, we could sit here on Zoom. It it is not the same. Like I'd rather be here with yeah, Jeff this, this versus like oh, him sitting back home, I'm at home mm-hmm. over Zoom. Especially after we just got done fishing. Mm-hmm. Damn. Very true. Yeah, that was it's perfect. Shelter is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I almost want to go back out again. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie, man. Like when you get on a bite like that, or you know, when I haven't been on a bite period. It's it's nice. If I was gonna try to go and hit them again today, I haven't done it yet. But my feeling would be closer to dark is where I would want to try. And, yeah. And do it again. I think I would wait the midday out, and uh, maybe like three hours before dark, I'd come back out. And I got to do that sometime. I got to come down here in the evening yeah. and try it because I still haven't. I started fishing Sailorville last year. We'll, we'll bleep that one. We'll bleep that out. <laughs> well, crap. It's okay. We'll so just bleep anyways, it out. Anyways, <laughs> so I started fishing this lake last year for the first time, and what I have noticed is it's been a morning bite. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not mm-hmm. going to give you any times, but I haven't tried the evening. I have fished through the afternoon, and I'll tell you, it was hot and it was miserable. And there was a few fish caught, but not like, not like this morning. Yeah, these, these last two times that I went out with you, right around midday is kind of where it just tapers off. Mm-hmm. Kind of the lull, the lull in the bite, I guess. You yeah, because uh, what was it? We we try to stick it out a little bit longer. We mm-hmm. stuck it out uh, two, last week. Two thirty, yeah, two like one thirty, like two o'clock, and we basically could have left that. Say like twelve thirty. It was like ninety five degrees. Yeah. We're like, oh, we're gonna catch some more. No, you're not. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. We probably caught between noon and two, maybe maybe ten fish between the two. Maybe ten, if yeah. even that. It's pretty bad that we're complaining about. That. I know ten no. fish. Like, holy cow, that's a that's an awesome day. So a lot better than most people. Compared yes. to the bite that I've had, and I'm just I, I'm just so amazed by this lake because, like I said, I started fishing it last year. Mm-hmm. And I shouldn't say this, but I have not had a bad day on this lake. It's it's been very good to me. Yeah, and I appreciate it. It's a long drive, but you yeah. know, yeah, it's it's the 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 two times that I've been out, and I've learned just in these two outings, um, be, because well, as some of you know, I'm getting a boat, <laughs> and then I'm trying to take what I learned in these past two days and apply that in my own boat. Absolutely. When is that boat coming? <laughs> this is a sore subject. Yeah, August. <laughs> August is the last I heard. This was, I think, June. Beginning of June, that's when I last reached out. Hey. Or actually, maybe it was end of May. It was May between May and June. I reached yeah. out to the dealer. So, hey, you know, it's been a while because I was mm-hmm. supposed to get the boat in June. Mm-hmm. I reached out. like, Oh, well, production's behind, blah, blah, blah. And went from a 2023 model to a 2024, Ooh. and those are coming later. And the only date that I had was August. Mm. Looking at August. But you're going to have an awesome boat. Yeah. That's all I know. I, I could get one with carpet sooner, but I, I'm not going to give in. I want. I say good choice. Yeah. I, I don't want any carpet in the boat because I don't want to mess with cleaning it. Mm-hmm. Are they going to give you any deals by being so late? 
well, to what they anticipated? Or? I'm going for a tw- from a 2023 to a 24. Same price. At the same price. Tell okay, me you want price. some aqua track. Yeah, you got to oh, throw, throw some money. shit. That's what I'm saying. Throw some shit in there. That would be money. Aqua traction is awesome. Yeah, do you watch? Uh, oh, yeah. You do watch Kansas Angling Experience. Absolutely, man. Brian uses my jigs. Yep. I love it. Yeah. yeah. That's so cool. I'm going down there in November, and I'm going to fish those big wipers with him. Oh, dude. It's going to be a blast. That's, yeah. that's, an, that's one guy. Oh, I wouldn't say one guy but that's one of the guys that i watch and that's where i learned a lot of stuff from too it's like okay he's very good yeah he's very, very good. good i guess people pay him to go catch wipers <laughs> really that's what i'm gonna do i'm yeah. gonna pay him to go catch wipers just because it it's just a whole new experience not not catching wipers is not a whole new experience but going down traveling a little bit further south you know, going with a guide. I like I told you earlier, I hadn't gone with many guides, but I felt like I really just wanted to go fish with Brian, and um, just the wipers that they're catching and the the amount that he catches, he mm-hmm. just he just donks them. Yeah, doing and, doing vertical jigging, casting like in the middle of the lake from mm-hmm. from what it looks like. But does that sound familiar? Yeah, That's like kind of what we're doing. <laughs> yeah, we 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 haven't done the casting out to like no. a point or anything yet, but that is something I want to you know be able to replicate here in mm-hmm. in our area. Now, what I have done with that, not with you guys, I tried it a little bit today. Is when I was alone, I have pitched out and kind of tried to bring fish in. Yeah, you know, I mean, just kind of jig up and kind of bring them towards my boat. Mm-hmm. I feel like it has worked a few times, but I didn't do it much today. And I guess I didn't need to because we had fish by the yeah. boat. They kind of came in on their own, I guess. Yeah, so at least the the last two trips we had, we haven't found a school of wipers just hanging out in one area. I think if you could find that, then you could cast out to them, just, mm-hmm. you know, spot lock, I don't know, 50 yards away from them and cast towards them. Mm-hmm. And uh, if we if we found that, I feel like we could do it. But the way the fish have been acting, they're kind of just – here and there we'd have to move around we mm-hmm. basically had to go and find the fish mm-hmm. versus they're just there and we got to cast to them mm-hmm. and we haven't tried uh forward view that's true to see the fish around us and to pitch to them you know because mm-hmm. it's yeah. it's so easy to drop down and just kind of this i'm not yeah. saying it's like super simple to go out there and just catch fish but they hit top water here too right yeah first. that should be yeah. coming up soon. soon yeah that should be coming up real soon i i would have thought it would have been going already and I haven't really ran around the lake to actually see. They could be going on top right now, but I haven't ran around the whole lake to kind of see if I can see some blow-ups or anything. Mm-hmm. What about your uh, local lake? Is there anything going on for... They've been blown up on top. Have they? Yes. I was so out... So this has got to be close, if not yeah. on. Yeah, it's very close. Actually, the day before me and you went out last week, uh, I was out on my other buddy's boat, and they were busting on top. Okay. So when I came here, I was like, oh, maybe there'll be a topwater bite here. And then we try to go look for that topwater bite. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I, could, hey, I couldn't help myself because I'm like, I'm going to go find this topwater bite. Yeah. You know, I'm going to take Kit and we're going to find it. And I, it took, what did it take? Well, I won't even say how long it took. But it took enough minutes to get over to where <laughs> I wanted to go. Yeah. And the whole time I was thinking, I know where these fish are sitting at right now. I know how we can catch them, and yet here I am running halfway across the lake just to see if, what, there's a couple fish on the surface? No, we, we got to turn around and go yeah. back and catch fish. The, the top water, water bite is something else, though. It is. It's, it's such yeah. a blast. I mean, it, it just, I have a drive to follow that top water bite when it's going. 
it's it's so fun. And then our goal uh, this year is to get Jeff to catch a wiper and a catfish through the ice. I'm all for so it. So we got to make that shit happen. I'm this all year. for it. Oh. I, I know if anybody can do it for me, this guy can yeah. do it for me. He got me on it because I I'll haven't bet. caught a catfish ever, and then he, he, he got me on the first catfish through the ice. So. Now, I've caught a few nice catfish through the ice, but it wasn't on purpose most of the time. I have purposely fished for them and caught a few smaller, you know, like yeah. one and a half, two pounders. The best one I caught, I was like fishing for yellow bass or something. Mm-hmm. And this catfish just came up and just annihilated it. But I have not caught a white bass or a wiper through the ice. And I oh. think that would be just awesome, man. Just I can make it happen. Get my knees knocking. <laughs> you, know? you know what I mean? We'll yeah. make it. Yeah. With, nope. with like four pound line. Yeah. Oh. I think that's the one one of the things that is so exciting about ice fishing for those type of species of fish. Mm-hmm. Like imagine catching, like you said, a white bass two pounder, or catch a wiper three four five pounder mm-hmm. with a thirty two inch rod and a four pound test line. Be awesome. Yeah, it would be yeah. awesome. It, it'd be nice to get like five or six of us together. You know what I mean. Well, that are, that are well acquainted, you know, like let's yeah. say us three and Sean and Corey and we never took. We haven't taken Sean down yeah, or no, the, over there. Sean's never been there. Yeah, yet. we haven't taken Sean over there. I know yet. I'm missing somebody, but you know yeah. what I'm saying. Just get fun. just get a crew together, and you guys are welcome to come up and fish brushy with me. I'll yeah. I'll try to show you the ropes. I'm not yeah. as good ice fishing as I am spring fishing, and that's like we were talking about earlier. There's a time and place for everything, and when yep. it comes to walleye in the spring. I can definitely put you on walleye at Brushy. Um, but as far as winter, I can, the crappie are fairly easy to, to catch at Brushy um, in the winter. And maybe the perch, if I can find them, if I can find them. But I would, yeah, I'd love to go wiper fishing. Yeah, be awesome. if I could spend a day catching crappies through the ice and another day catching bluegills. Once I start catching the white bass and or yeah the white bass wipers oh you just and forget catfish. about everything yeah, else yeah I was like I'm just gonna <laughs> I'm fish for wipers and catfish the rest of the season I can I can get behind that I can yeah. understand that that's what that's the way I would be that's that's why I'm here right now because like I know I can go to brushy and I can catch fish and I know I can catch some good fish but I am kind of getting this figured out and it really really makes me drive an hour and a half. Yeah. Every, every time I get a chance, I'll just say that. I think out of everybody that I know, you've got it the most dialed in for as far as the white bass and wipers. Especially here, this particular body of water, people don't really – they don't hold it in high regard as nope. far it, as mm-hmm. white it's bass not. and wiper fish. It's not. That's why I was like, where are we going? And you guys, you know, like, you sure? You sure you want to do that? You sure about that? And, and no, you're, no, Kip is 100% right. It's like, oh. this is not known, or at least it's it's known to be tough to chase those yeah. species. That's well, what it's, it's just, it's so much water. That's, yeah, it is. that's the reason. It's a lot. Yeah. And it was very, the first time I came here, I was like, whoa, <laughs> this is, this is way out of my realm. And I just went out and did it. I, I got some tips from a few people. Mm-hmm. It was at the end of the top water bite and I had just made a new jig that I wanted to try out. Mm. And I kind of sell these kind of don't. Um, so I'm not going to mention the name of them, <laughs> but let's just say I went out and I caught fish right away and I was like, Oh, this is easy. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, that's a fluke. I'm going to, I'm going to try it again next week. And I went out and I did the same thing over and over and over and over. 
and I thank the people that gave me these few tips. They didn't, you know, there was one guy who actually gave me a couple locations. He's like, they were here yesterday. If you can get there, try it out. You know what I mean? Mm. And I went and I tried it and they were there and they, I just, so I, so I gave, I sent him some jigs, a hat, some shirts and stuff. And I was like, here, take these jigs and go do what I did at the spot you told me about. And I think he did it and he caught a few fish and he's like, this is awesome. Yeah. You know, so um, I did, I'm not going to ever sit here and tell you that I just came up with it on my own, you know, because I've had help just like everybody does. But I'm learning something every single time I go out. Yeah. And I think that's the most important part of fishing is that you learn something, even if it's a bad thing. Learn something every single time you go out what yeah. not to do or what to do or you know yeah. how does this condition affect this it's yeah. just yeah so I, I just take techniques that people show me or tell me about and i just build on them mm-hmm. and i kind of make it my own i guess yeah i'm i'm you know it, this might be a stretch but i think i'm confident enough that when i get my own boat i can take it out to different <laughs> bodies of water similar types of bodies of water and put a pattern together Yeah, and like put this. a pattern together absolutely and i i feel like this type of bite you could probably do it all year i think you probably could i think you could. i mean you honestly you could carry this into ice fishing if you think about mm-hmm. it because mm-hmm. all we're doing is vertical jigging actually it's just about finding where they want to be at, at that, that uh that body of water where i plan on taking you to go yep. uh ice fishing for wipers and catfish mm-hmm the structure is similar. Oh, perfect. Very similar. We could put a good pattern together and just yeah. kind of check it out. Yeah. Do some more research. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't get to go this past winter because of my broken wrist. Well, don't be speaking, breaking that wrist Speaking no more. of that, guys, today it is sore as hell. Was, I'm, you I, exercised I'm feeling, it. I, I did. Um, I'm feeling it. I am not going to lie. I'm probably going to go home and ice it. It's yeah. that sore. Like, I mean... Then again, like I said, today was the very first day that I've actually put it to the test. You like, want another beer, Jeff? Yeah, I could go for one more. Here, I'll, I'll give you this one. I'll give you this one. Oh, thank you, sir. You might as well grab me one. I appreciate okay. it. Yeah. Um, but today was the very first time I've actually put it to the test when it comes to fishing-wise. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't. I've been taking it. I, I mean, maybe a week ago, I was finally able to do a normal push-up. Yeah, you told me that. And without doing a fist. So I was able to finally do that. And then today I was like, all right, I'm going to try. I mean, my anticipation, I wasn't expecting to catch that many fish either, <laughs> too. I, I just, I don't know. I always leave low expectation and leave happy at the end. That's how I do it. Mm-hmm. And today I'm telling you guys, probably by about the second wiper I caught today, I'm like, shit. My wrist was like, because it, it literally pulls it down every time. Obviously, on, when mm-hmm. you send the hook, I'm like, yeah, it was sore. I'm telling you guys right now, it's sore. Like, it's, I, I think it's okay, but I just think it's, I, I'm going to have to ice it. No push ups no, today. Probably no push ups today. <laughs> I was telling him, he, he just needs to switch it up. Just put the, uh, mm-hmm. just put the handle on the other side. I, I, I guess I was thinking about that. Um, but it's just I don't know I'm you know when you're so accustomed to one side oh, it's yeah. just like yeah. I, oh, yeah. I get it like 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 my reaction time because I I tried that today I mean I I tried to set the hook with the left hand um, I could just tell my reaction time is just not as fast I tried that today See, I think if there was ever a time to try it it'd be this because you're yeah. vertical jig mm-hmm. vertical jig you're True. not casting you don't have to Very cast true. yeah you don't have to cast the ca- you know the thing is the casting is fine. Is when I was setting the hooks mm-hmm. today. Right. That's when it's when I was like, oh yeah yeah is yeah. that is that mm-hmm. is that resistance? That's what it was. So casting, I'm fine, but is that when when I was setting the hook and then all of a sudden just instant resistant and then especially if it's a big fish, 
Like, yeah. oh, shit. I like, okay, I had to use my stomach a lot today. Mm-hmm. Like, when I was fighting the fish, if you didn't see, I was like, I had to brace it against it. I was like, oh, my wrist was like. A little I, bit of core exercise there. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, how about pretend like it's either you can't fish or you have to trade to the other side? <laughs> Oh, yeah. I'm fishing, man. <laughs> well, I'm then fi- I'll, to I'll the figure other it out. Fi- you'll, you'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. I'm still no fishing, fishing, you know. Or, um, or fishing left-handed like me. Yeah, it, it was, uh, like I said, um, I haven't been on a good bite, and it's and then today kind of, I guess what's the word, um, rejuvenated me to it's go. like, oh, I do know how to catch yeah, fish. Yeah, I do know how to catch <laughs> fish. I do know how to fight a fish. I love it. I, I love it, it. it rejuvenated my, my, my love, I guess you can say. I, I wouldn't say I, I didn't lose it. I was just like, God. The last couple of times I've been out, I was like, it's, it's been a struggle. Mm-hmm. So it's it's nice to be able to catch some fish and then learn new techniques and just learn new things. So it's, it's tough for bank fishermen right now. I agree. Even I've been struggling. Yeah. Uh, this past month, I've gone out maybe once a week. Mm-hmm. And usually I'm out, you know, every other day, maybe a couple of days in a row. Mm-hmm. But the last time I went out was the last time me and you went out. Mm-hmm. So I've been kind of discouraged to go bank fishing because I know oh, it's been I'm so slow. See, that's what I'm wondering. Yeah, because <laughs> you said that. No, you you actually said that too. Like uh, when we were down south, you're like, and I asked you, hey, when's the last time you fished? He goes, weeks. I'm like, huh? <laughs> that's the very first time I've ever heard this guy say I haven't fished one time this week or whatever the case may be. He's like, it's been. Dead. It's been slow, and then we had Spencer on the podcast, you know, mm-hmm. and, and he's just like same thing. It's just, I know he's been struggling. He's been struggling, and he has a livelihood on the line. Yeah, you know, his livelihood is either him catching fish for the videos or mm-hmm. putting people on fish. So yeah. that's that. Did he double. Did, did he get out of the teaching and he's going full time? Oh, he he he's guide full, YouTube now since yeah, last guide year. YouTube since last oh, okay. year. since last year. I didn't year. know. I yeah. don't. He, uh, yeah, he hundred percent, uh, completely. That's it. Like he said, that's his livelihood. Either oh, YouTube, good for him, guiding, awesome. and 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 that's it. That's 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 his livelihood. Fishing. I'm trying further. to get him to use my jigs. I was messaging him last week because Corey told him about my jigs. Oh, did said said he lost like a big wiper striper. Or oh, something. yeah. And really? I'm like, Dude, I make some jigs with some pretty stout hooks in them. You should try them out. I, I know a guy. Yeah, I know a guy. <laughs> I said I'll send you a couple if you want to just try them. Yeah, right. but ooh, ooh, I, ooh, he, he said he he said he'd contact me when uh, when he's ready. He knows uh, the Brian. They fished mm-hmm. together before. Yeah, I've seen that video. Yeah, yeah. I, I dropped that too. I was like, yeah, even Brian uses my jigs. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I'm not trying to make money. I just want you to use a quality jig. That's yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm I'm all for it because. You know, your jig heads are dope. Those are the only jig heads I'll order. They're pretty awesome. Yeah. I'm not even trying to have a big head. They're just, if somebody else was making them and I was buying them, that's what I'd use. You yeah. know what I mean? Just because I have confidence in the Gamakatsu hook. And that's really what it's about. It's not about my paint job or anything like that. I mean, I am getting better as time goes on and I'm making them prettier and prettier. But at the end of the day, it really is that hook. Yeah. You know, that's really what it is. Yeah. How long does it take you to pour? So, I mean, let's just from from beginning to end. You you, you buy the uh, material and stuff. How long does it take before you, you give it to one of us to fish with? So, well, it depends on how busy I am. But let's. It, it all depends on the jig, honestly, because um, some jigs pour better than others. Mm-hmm. Some have a lot of flashing. Some have none besides the top where you pour it in. You know what I mean? Uh then you get to like uh if you're doing a dual color like a like a two-tone 
or you're putting 3D eyes on them or you're painting eyes on them. You know, if you're putting 3D eyes on, you have to, first of all, glue those eyes on, let that dry, and then you have to clear coat over them because you don't want your eyes falling off on people because they will bash you at every chance they get. I <laughs> promise you. There are some people out there that just want to bash you, and they I swear they will order jigs and want them to fail just so they can say something but sounds, I, don't, I don't want to like get you're on, speaking from experience I yeah i don't want to I don't, I don't really want to get on that side of it i've had a few specific people that i had a bad feeling about selling to but i did it anyway because i wanted them to use quality hooks mm -hmm. and it came out later in the end that they were just like all of the eyes fell off in the bag and like all of them really or a couple you know right. or did you take a knife and pick them off you know? <laughs> i've seen you start trouble on many pages and now you're okay you know what we're done with that yeah. anyway so you will get those people but i try to make sure that eyes will not fall off and even brian told me that he said will you clear coat the eyes so the eyes won't fall off and i said absolutely i do that anyway i'll, I'll try and make sure that no eyes will fall off mm -hmm. so that's just part of the process if you want 3d eyes on it's going to take longer and that's why they cost more because obviously i have to buy the eyes mm -hmm. it takes a lot longer to make something with a 3d eye than it does just to pour and paint something and um as far as like if you were to order from me today and let's say i have one order on my board you i might have your jigs done tomorrow mm. um if i have five orders on my board as long as i can not fish all the time and work <laughs> on them it might take a couple days you know what i mean yeah but um, i actually feel really bad right now because i got a guy who ordered jigs for me a couple of weeks ago and i just got them finished on tuesday and i told him i was going to send them and i did not send them mm. so i actually feel pretty bad about that because they're sitting in my kitchen and i need to send them out like right now right. so well, but nobody, anyways nobody's but perfect that, but that happens you know yeah. I, I get distracted or i get busy with the garden or or life or life, life, life in life general happens, kids you know you. and so i try to 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 turn them over as quickly as possible but i don't always get it done because i'm not perfect and i'm also just doing this for a hobby so <laughs> i yeah. feel like i'm doing a pretty good job yeah. at the moment but yeah. that's the long answer to a short question, <laughs> I guess. Okay, yeah. so speaking of eyes, if you had to pick eyes or no oh, eyes. Oh, this is such a great debate because <laughs> last week I would have told you, you have to, not you have to, eyes are going to improve your catches, right? <laughs> they, you think so? They, or do you last, know? Last week I would have told you this. <laughs> okay. And then I brought this guy named Fishing Kit on my boat <laughs> using a plain jig head. And a drastic plastic. <laughs> and he outfished me. And I'm sitting here using, like, a great-looking jig with an awesome red eye on it. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, I'm just going to stomp them today. You know what I mean? <laughs> and this dude's catching, like, three to my one. And I'm like, maybe they don't like the eye. But I think, it, I think in general, the more natural you can make it look, I think the better. But there are those times when it's just like, you know what? They're like, hmm. I don't know. Jeff, yeah. <laughs> you know? Jeff, don't worry about it, man. He gave his soul to the fish devil. <laughs> I, we we were talking about this. I, I used the eyes. That, I was wondering why. Well, yeah, I used now, the eyes. That you asked me today. You're like, was there, it the eyes? That's why I asked. Yeah. Because there's a difference. Because, okay, I made, I made those jigs last week specifically for that situation. I'm like, red mm -hmm. eyes, they're just going to nail them. Right? So mm -hmm. then I was like, oh, maybe they didn't like the red in the eye. So I made some naturalized, which he used today. <laughs> yeah. And he did all right. Yeah. You know what I mean? He did all right. Yeah. To be fair, so, you caught more fish than me today. 
Me? Yeah. Yeah. I did. Yeah. And guess what? Plain Jake. Plain Jake. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, Anyways, it just it just depends. I it, you're you're really. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be honest with everybody here, and I'll tell anybody this. But when you're making jigs, you really are fishing for fishermen, not for fish. Mm-hmm. When you're making and selling jigs, because you want that. Everybody wants it to look good. Everybody wants it to look perfect. I can't always make them perfect, but I do the best I can. And being that being said, I ninety percent of the time I throw extra jigs in your order because if something isn't perfect, did it stop recording? If something isn't perfect, I want to at least give you a couple extra, you know, like let's say the barb on it is like melted off a little bit because I got to yeah. heat them up to paint them. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it melts the barb. I want to make sure that you get the amount of jigs that you order the way you wanted them. So I, my general rule is like every 12 you order, I throw an extra one. So I give you a baker's dozen on every 12 you order. You know what I mean? That's just kind of my standard thing. I don't always get it done because sometimes I run out of hooks or I run out of wire keepers or um, I just, the mold is not pouring very good. Um, but I try to always send extra with my order. That way you get exactly what you paid for. Because to be honest, these jigs, they are expensive if you think about like if you went to Walmart and bought jigs, but you're not getting Walmart jigs. You know, you're not getting a cheap eagle, and I like Eagle Claw a lot. I can't, I can't bash them because I love their gold hooks. But you're not getting a cheap Eagle Claw hook that may cost another jig maker, or no, I don't even want to say another jig maker. I want to say like a big company who is selling them. It may cost them like two cents per hook, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm paying like forty cents per hook. You know, there's a big difference there. So I have right. to charge more because I have to pay more for that hook. But I want you to get that quality hook. Yeah, I mean that's that's where I'm at with it, and and I know my prices can seem high, but in the in the long run, really, it's not. You're not going to buy a gamakatsu hook or jig cheaper from Bass Pro or Cabela's than you are from me because they're going to charge the price that I'm charging, but for an unpainted jig, you're not going to get eyes, you're not going to get paint, you're not going to get any of that. So I'm going to charge basically the price they're charging, but I'm going to paint your jig and I'm going to put eyes on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just where I'm at. But on top of that, you're supporting local, right? And I, I sometimes think, you got to pay more to support local. And I, I, mean, I don't I, even think your prices are like ridiculous. They're not, but I've heard a lot that you know I, oh, I'm not going to pay that much for a jig, and I'm like, well, you can go to walmart then yeah i I think that's that's fine it it doesn't bother me yeah these people are coming from like yeah they go to walmart and buy i don't know a 20 pack of light wire hooks for uh it's not apples to five bucks or something that's what they're comparing it to that's what they compare it to because because you're just a guy in your garage making jigs you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so you should actually be charging less right i've got that from a few people and it's like i understand where you're coming from because you're used to buying jigs at this price but and I really didn't want to get into the price thing today, but it, it always comes out of me because I think deep down inside it kind of bugs me that people are like, I want to pay 25 cents per jig. You know, I just yeah. can't sell them for that because I can't even buy the hook for that. Right. You know, that's really what it boils down to. Right. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I never, I never thought like, man, Jeff's jigs are too expensive, <laughs> especially for what you're getting. Mm-hmm. For what you're getting, I think they're way worth it. I like premium, man. I like to use premium stuff. And, and if you're so concerned about, let's say, you know, bang for the buck, 
well, I just know because I've been using your jigs for so long. Order a hundred. Basically, the more you order, the bigger I, you order. I, get, I always give somebody yeah. some kind of discount if you order. I think, excuse me, I think my minimum to give somebody a discount is usually like a hundred. Yeah, I order a hundred jigs at a time, all the time. And Damn, that's a lot of jigs. Well, I fish a lot. I know, he that's why. That's why I'm like, yeah. man, I'm thinking, I'm like, he fishes rocks that might last too. me all year, man, <laughs> at least a year or two. Jeez. Like, during the summer, I don't lose a lot of jigs, but early spring mm-hmm. and late fall, when you're fishing the river, fishing, you're going to lose a ton of jigs. Yeah, you're going to lose a ton of jigs. You fish a river at all this year? Early spring, yeah. You did. A little bit. I did. I had a pretty decent wiper run for like a week. Hmm. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. I, I think it was it the video that you posted the other yeah, day? I ca- I yeah, I cut a couple of double digits. Yeah, yeah. That's that was awesome. the video you posted the other day. I didn't get any wiper. I didn't really try. I didn't get any wiper out of the river this year. You're um, kind of you're kind of farther away from kind of where they congregate. We have to get – no, we can get them. They come out of here. Edit that out. <laughs> well, they come they come out of the they river. They move from – a bigger body of water. Yeah, they, <laughs> they, they move up the they river. They move up river yeah, move to up river. us, yeah. but we have to have the right um, water conditions, as in how much water we have. And in the last four years, I'd say we haven't had the water that allows the shad to move up, that allows the big wiper to move yeah. up. Now, there's plenty of white bass and wiper that have been caught around my area, but when you get those really high water years, you get some double digits basically mm. you know we they come they come up they move from spot to spot let's say creek mouth to creek mouth or whatever you know uh, eddies whatever it is but they eventually make it up to my area especially because we took out both dams you know yeah both of our dams are gone so they get to go past us now up to humble mm. and uh if we get enough water the shad will run which means the wiper will be right behind them yeah. Hey, you're giving out some, some hints. We might have to bleep that one out. <laughs> you can bleep out whatever. <laughs> but is it, I, I think, um, would you would you guys say, is wiper your favorite fish to fish for? Between I, you two? Between us two? Yeah, I'm just curious. Like, Okay. Now I'm going to let you answer first because mine is a long version. Okay. What's well, the favorite fish? For you to fish for now, because I know you're you got into catfishing big time the past couple of years. Uh, Wiper is number one. Okay. Easy answer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> My answer would be favorite fish to fish for. Hmm. We could go into bucket list fish. We could go into everything, but I'm gonna say just your favorite fish. To fish My for. favorite fish to fish for would be red drum. See Jeff. Whoa. Yeah, we haven't we haven't dropped the ball yet, but yeah. Jeff uh, goes ocean fishing. Yeah. Red so, drum, huh? Red drum will. Big red drum, not just regular little slot fish. I'm talking like forty to the biggest I think I caught was forty eight incher. Um, but for the forty to fifty inch range red drum will put a hurting on you as far as inshore now offshore obviously tuna all that stuff a shark you don't want you don't want to catch a shark trust me they just that's hours of yeah. holding on to a rod <laughs> if, if you want to be satisfied by fighting a fish real hard for like let's say five to ten minutes red drum is where it's at these really? things in 40 50 foot of water maybe 30 foot of water 
these things make runs like tacoed tacoed rod straight tacoed rod yeah and you're just setting it in your leg you know holding on to it while they're doing their thing maybe gain a little bit maybe they take 30 more yards line maybe gain a little bit it's just it's insane um that's probably my favorite fish to fish for but <laughs> if you're talking freshwater it's 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 got to be wiper it's it has to be i could almost say flathead but i haven't done enough flathead fishing to mm-hmm. say flathead you know, I, I can appreciate these guys that are getting on the river on their kayaks, floating down to their log jam or whatever they're floating to to catch these fish because that's just a thrill. You know yeah. what I mean? Just, I'm going to be honest, the only flathead I've really ever caught besides like the bycatch every once in a while while channel cat fishing mm-hmm. is trap fishing. You know, I'm, I'm fishing spillways or I'm fishing dams or whatever and I'm throwing out live baits and it's very very fun but i'm fishing for meat and i'm getting meat you know? yeah mm. but it's not like the adventure of floating down on a kayak or a canoe yeah. or whatever setting up camp sitting there for the night i do most of my flathead fishing during the day during major and minor periods on around full moons and that was kind of taught to me by an older gentleman uh. but Fish that I can catch on a fairly regular basis, wiper all day, mm. long. all day long. Yeah, so just pound for pound, their their oh, force they just is just, so hard. it's crazy. It's so fun. It reminds me of a red drum, and that's why I love it so much because they take that run. You know, mm-hmm. they peel that drag and they bend your rod, and then you get a little bit on them, and then they peel that drag again. It's it's like saltwater fishing. It really is the closest you'll get to saltwater fishing in Iowa. Yeah, I was going to ask you. It's fishing for wiper. That's why I love them so much. Yeah, I was going to ask you because a lot of people put it that way. Uh, Catching wipers is about as close as you can get as catching fish in the ocean. Absolutely. Because we, I I should let you know that we strictly jig and plastic fish. We're not out there soaking baits in the salt Mm -hmm. water. We're popping baits, and I'm talking half-ounce, three-quarter-ounce baits all day long. You think your wrist hurts right now? (laughs) Try popping a half-ounce or a three-quarter-ounce jig all day long like that. It's, it's, you know, snap jigging, Uh twitch jigging, whatever. Let it sink to the bottom. Just pop it until something goes thunk. You know, and I'm talking about a real thunk. That sounds fun, You know when, like, a wiper will come and grab (laughs) your bait and almost rip it out of your hand? Mm -hmm. That's how these redfish bite, man. They come in, and they just thunk. How big did they get? Uh, I think, I, I don't know for a fact, but I'm pretty sure the, at least the Florida state record is in the sixties, fifties or sixties pounds slot. No, that's inches. 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 We've never weighed them. I have no idea what they weigh, but mm. they're freaking heavy. I could show you some pictures. They're just mm. insane. My brother lives there, so I'm super spoiled. I just get to go and fish <laughs> on his boat like a guide. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, uh, I think probably sixties. I forgot where I was going to go with that. Mm. I was going to say, imagine a 40-inch wiper. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> How many pounds do you think that would be, a 40-inch wiper? Uh, I, man, is that I don't co- know. Is that tw- that's 20-ish, I think? I know they catch them down there, and they they call them sunshine bass. 40-inch mm. 40, 40 wipers. Up to like 30 inches, 32, mm. something like that. I'd say a 30 is probably 10 pounds. Think so? I think so. What's Maybe the, 15, what's 10 to 15. State record? How long is that? My uncle still has it. It's, what? Iowa's state record for the wiper. My, my, my uncle still has it. 
That's it's, wild, dude. That is cool. Yeah. I don't yeah. know what the length is, but it's almost twenty. It's like nineteen yeah. something. I think his his the poundage was oh, 20. You mean, oh the pounds. Yeah, the pounds. It's like yeah. nineteen. Yeah, something. nineteen something. They just like, stop at like thirty two inches and they just <laughs> yeah. get taller. Yeah. yeah, I have to look it up the inches. Uh, I, sh- I should look it up. Yeah, my uncle still has it. Where would he catch it at? Um, down here. Down here. Down no, here. Really? Down here. On the other side. Oh, now we just came on the other away. side. This is oh no, we. I'm gonna have to bleep that out now. He okay. Cut. He caught it here in central Iowa. Yeah. That is wild. Yeah. Yeah. That is wild. Yeah. I man, if dude, I threw back a state record crappie. Here? In southern Iowa at a pond. Oh shit. Out of respect for I didn't know the it was a state record. Black or white crappie? Yeah. Black crappie. Black crappie. Yeah. What I didn't know it, it was a state record? record. What is the record? Um, it's like 21 inches or something. I don't remember. Damn, that's a big I think it's three like, or four something pounds. Yeah, three. This thing was over pounds. four and a half pounds. Jeez, that's a big crappie. Dude, I had my stinking scale uh-huh. on kilograms. Oh, God. And so I thought it was like, I thought it was like two something pounds. It was like, like, oh, two and a half kilograms. Hey, hey, it's not a bad fish. It's not a bad fish. It's, it's, it was like a 19 or 20 inch crappie. Wow. Right? Dude. Throw it back. I realized later that my scale was on kilograms and I'm like. I suppose. I was fishing on somebody's private pond. I nope. was being respectful. I threw yeah, it back. Yeah, yeah. Don't feel bad, man. This guy <laughs> probably caught the state record for shad. For shad? So there currently isn't a state record for shad. but There, uh, there should be. That, he has there, it. I, there could have been. Should, how long was it? I don't know how long, but it was over three pounds. <laughs> shad. <laughs> that is wild. It was probably like 20-some inches. Oh, that's boy. a big shad. Bro. It's huge. That's that a huge. big shad. I've seen them like this, and I'm like, whoa. Twenty inch shad. Think about it. Twenty inch shad. That's freaking shad. enormous. It's bro. funny because uh, uh, Jeff Kapaska, friend of the show, the Iowa DNR's biometrician. Uh, so I reached out to him after I, I've been getting into a huge shad. I'm like, hey, hey, Jeff. Typically, what do you think's a big shad? He's like, oh, I don't know, like 16, 17 inches. I'm like, he's a big shad. <laughs> and then I sent him a picture. He's like, holy cow. Uh, wow. That's a big shad. And then uh, we just were talking. He was like, uh, so I told him how much it weighs, like three pounds. I don't remember. It was like three pounds, four ounces or something. Um, wow. Then I started looking up like state records and stuff. I think Arkansas or Alabama, it's two, almost two pounds is their state record. And mm. I'm like, this shad is bigger than that <laughs> fish. And Jeff's like, do you want me to submit it for a state record? <laughs> I was like, I didn't even know you could do that. Oh, he was like, should have, dude. He, that his, would be cool. His answer was like, uh, I'm not sure if you could, but I could try to get it through for you. I was like, well, the He'd thing is, get it done. the thing is, I already cut it up. <laughs> put it in a Ziploc <laughs> bag. Typical, typical <laughs> cat fisherman, man. Hold on, let me, let me, let me, let me put it back uh, together real quick. And then I tried getting another one over three pounds. Oh and, boy. Uh, it didn't happen. Yeah. So just think of it this way, Kit. You know, it's just moral victory. You currently have the Iowa state record for shad. Until until anybody can 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 beat you or say they caught a bigger shad or some sorts or whatever, you currently have the record. New goal unlocked. It could have been like a world record for all I three know. pounds. That's <laughs> three a pounds. Freaking shad. Because I was looking up. Uh, states that keep a record for for uh, gizzard chat. We gotta look Most of them are like two, like two pounds. Yeah, two pounds. That's why I'm like, I don't think there was a three pounder. Wow. That's awesome, dude. That's ridiculous. See, 
Dude, you would have been a world record shad man. You've been the shad man. I, I had a few state record shads in my freezer for like a month. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh boy. Hey, I got so I got something. Oh no, not as good. But so a couple ice seasons ago, I caught a 17 inch crappie at Ooh, a local pond. That's a big crappie. Yeah, a big crappie, right? And I'm like, I'm gonna have this thing mounted, even though I said I'd never mount a fish. So I put it in my freezer for like a year, <laughs> and. I was like, you know what? I was going trolling for catfish at my local lake. I was like, you know what? I don't have any bait. I think I'm going to cut up this <laughs> 17-inch crappie. I cut him up, man. Oh, I cut him up. 17-inch yeah. crappie? That's a big crappie. Yeah. I, mean, I, I, wonder... caught, I caught a bunch of catfish on him. Oh, hey, it was worth it. It was worth it, it. Yeah. yeah. but Did you catch anything on that shad that you caught? That you cut up? I'm pretty sure I did. Okay. Cut some catfish. Kind of worth it, then. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it fed me, I guess, in, in the long run. In the long run. <laughs> State record, man. Shad. I'm calling you Shad Man from now on. Shad Man. You're the Shad Man. I, mean, I, I should look up the world record to see what it is. Right, if it's we, like 2.9 pounds. You're going to be shad. Oh, my God. Oh, you'll be, you shouldn't even look. <laughs> world record gizzard <laughs> shad holder. <laughs> oh, dude. But I know where to get them now. Uh, so when I get a boat That's early a early in the year, I know where I can get some giant shad. This is gonna be awesome when you can, get a boat. Hey, Dang. question! I'm so excited. Could I'll you bet. could you register that for a state record if you throw a net versus catching it with the hook? I doubt it. So you have to catch it with a hook. I believe hook and line. Okay. I believe for the shad. That's why I'm wondering. Well, Just because I don't think you can like turn in a flathead for trot line, can you? I think you can. Can you? I don't think there's a distinction between trot line and okay. rod and reel, at least that'd in be, Iowa. That'd be worth looking into. Yeah. I, think, I think other fisheries and other states, they have separate records, like, say, mm-hmm. rod and reel or, like, you know, youth male, youth female, stuff like that. Iowa or, doesn't have that. Or, like, a certain line class, like the biggest flathead ever caught on six-pound line. Uh, right. Iowa keeps their stuff pretty simple, simple. pretty yeah, simple yeah, yeah. it's like either you got the biggest one or you don't yeah basically simple as that yeah. and you have to okay. beat by one ounce is that what it is that's what it is one uh-huh. ounce it has to be heavier by one ounce so oh. you could technically snag a fish here and if it's the biggest i think as long as you legally harvested the fish okay right. so technically i think you could cast net a shad okay so and submit well currently there there's isn't like a state record shad but you know, if you know some people, you somebody's gonna register their <laughs> next shad now after listening yeah. to this episode. Like, dude, fuck, I got, I got a one pound shad state record right now. You submit it right now. No, but Jeff, if Jeff is the guy that would have to look at it, like, well, I know this guy, like, you know, he caught a three pound shad. Like, I can't accept this. <laughs> but no, but you didn't submit it because you cut it up for bait. Right, it happens. Too late. Yeah. Man, dang guy. World record shad. She's shad man. What do you think about that? Remember when I said something about that uh, wiper that I thought could be possibly a white bass? What were your thoughts on that? Did you look at the picture? Were you like, oh, he might have a point? Or were you like, nah, it's a wiper? In my mind. Yeah, well, yeah. In my mind, it's like, I'm sure I got you. Wiper hands down. Mm -hmm. But if you look at the state record white bass, Mm hmm. Most people would look at it like, oh, that, that's, that's a wiper. It looks like a wiper, doesn't it? It does. But you know like, the DNR checked yeah, that. Right. And had I think they did. The tongue patch. They might have even did like a DNA test. Right. Really? Just to make sure. Yeah, just to make sure. Because it was such a big white bass. Yeah, yeah. Because the previous record was like 
four and a half pounds or something. And the only reason I know that is because I caught a wiper thinking it was a white bass. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I caught a state record white bass. So I went and talked to the DNR. And he's like, open the mouth. And I'm like, and he's like, that's a wiper, dude. And I'm like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. Because I'm, I'm good friends with the DNR up in Fort Dodge. Oh, was it last year, yeah. Kit? You caught one that was pretty close to the state record white bass. At, uh, Under River. It was two years ago. It, yeah. I think I caught a white bass that would have beat the were, old record. You were talking about it. Yeah. You were talking about it on the podcast I've been yeah. listening to. It would have beat the old record. But you never checked it, right? Well, Kit no, never. I knew it was a white bass. Oh, for sure. but you like, never. There wasn't you never a doubt. Even called. Yeah, there, there wasn't a doubt. But the. Well, your buddy already had the new record. Oh, I it, see. Yeah, it would have beat the previous record. Oh, I got gotcha. you. So yeah. because yeah, because that was because the the record was beat in Okaboji, mm-hmm. yes. and then like not too much longer later, Justin caught the one. And, yeah, and he then he had the record, right? Yep, yep. And that was just a couple of years ago. Yeah. Yep, man. <laughs> Jeez. Excuse me. It was the biggest white bass I ever caught in my life. I think oh, it was bad. That is 19, ridiculous. 19 something. Then you said 19 it was on 19 something. inches. Dude, that's ridiculous. insane. Yeah. That's like a... That's a huge white bass. Yeah, that's not even... Uh, Derek and I, last year when we were doing this, we caught a couple that were like 18-inch range. Wow. Yeah, white bass. Because I was checking them. And I was like, I got to check every one because I was like on that kick where I got to know what it is. <laughs> you know what I mean? And now I'm just like, ah, it looks good. Throw it back. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 uh, I, I try to get, especially big the big hybrids that I catch. I try to get them back as fast as I can. Yeah, but, you are good about that. Yeah, and I but can, last week I was like, man, I should have, or not, not. I last wish week, you would have put him on the tape. Yeah, yeah. today I should have at least oop, on the tape real quick, throw him back. Yeah, that one was curling up on you though. That's yeah. why we didn't get a good picture because it was curling up. He looked dead in the picture, the one picture that we took. <laughs> But that thing was large. Yeah. And it's, there was something about the front of its face and its mouth mm-hmm. that just looked different from all the other wiper pictures. And I was like, this kind of looks like white bass. <laughs> I don't know if I want to say anything or not, but if, if it is, it's a huge white bass. Yeah. I'm going to say it was a wiper. Either, yeah, we'll just say it was yeah. a wiper. Because he was over five pounds. He's a nice one. He, yeah. he, he would have been a donkey white bass over Dang. five pounds. That's, that'd be crazy. That's one thing I can say. Although we we have caught a lot of white bass and wiper out of here, it's it's like you said, cookie cutter. You know, it's like mm-hmm. eighteen to twenty inch wiper, and I'd say the white bass are what like thirteen to fifteen inch yeah. white bass. Yeah, it's all about the same size, but so fun, so fun to catch. So fun. It's not like you're out here catching monsters. Well, I mean, you caught a couple of real good ones last week, and yeah. Grandy lost a couple today, but <sighs> broke off. Broke. Oh, sad. So sad. I was. I was. I don't even feel sorry about the second one though, because <laughs> I did mention to <laughs> yeah, check your line. You did. Yeah. But I that, got. I got that tip from Corey, and I. I remembered. The today. funny thing is, I think that first one that broke off, we were. There was silence for about thirty seconds. <laughs> no, you guys didn't say silence. a word because you guys are. Cause you guys we wanted do, to see it. It was, man. Mm-hmm. it was a heartache. I was like, it was just thirty seconds of just pure silence. I was just oh. like, you just know when there's a big fish, like. <gasps> Oh, yeah. And then, and I fought it. That was the thing, though. It'd it be one thing if it bite and then, you know, you didn't land or whatever. Mm-hmm. I fought it. I, I felt that like, <sighs> it was that sad. So, what, you, what's your setup, Jeff? Like, how, for what? Uh, for, for like what we were fishing, like your line. Oh, okay. So, I run um, Cadence Rod and Reels. I found Cadence 
my brother found cadence i'm sorry my brother found cadence fishing i think five years ago or something mm-hmm. and their rods come from china and then they're they're shipped here and then sold you know but they were selling them for like 20 30 bucks a piece oh, <laughs> what dude money and it's not because it was cheap but it was the best feeling rod i've ever had in my hands there you go for 20 or 30 bucks ever i mean <clears throat> you could drag it on the ground and you could feel every single like if you drug it on here it'd be like you could feel every single bump right on the yeah. tip you know what i mean so anyways we were like these are awesome because they're cheap they're good and they had a one year no questions asked warranty replacement and we broke like six seven of them and they just sent us new ones we break them on fish you slam them in a door whatever they just send you a new one anyways so i started using their cr5 which was awesome and last year i started using their cr7s now they bumped their price up quite a bit now i think it's like and i i yeah i was gonna say i shouldn't have gave them like a plug but but i should actually because they've sent me a bunch of free stuff but uh I bumped up to their CR7, which is like their, it's not their top of the line, but it's a bump up from the CR5. Mm-hmm. It's a medium light. It's a six foot three um, rod. And I use their CR CS5 spinning reel, which is pretty smooth. It's a, It ran me about 30 bucks, I think, for the reel, 1,000 size. I use a smaller reel. Um, the drag is pretty good. It's mostly aluminum. Uh, in their like CS10, they use magnesium, which makes it super, super light. Mm-hmm. But um, so it's cadence fishing, six foot three, medium light, and then uh, CS5. And then for line, I usually run it, whatever's available, eight to 10 pound fire line. Always fire line for me. I've been using fire line for like, I don't know, 15, 20 years. Wow. Hmm. And I, in the past couple years, started using a 10 pound fluorocarbon leader Mm -hmm. probably i'd say 10 to 15 feet i used to use a smaller one but uh corey actually talked me into using a longer one yeah and he also talked me into make sure you tie a new leader on you know because because i would be like i'd use it and then it'd get smaller and smaller and smaller and then i'd just stop using it you know yeah and he's like make sure you retie that thing you're gonna need it for these finicky fish so i i now try to keep a 10 foot right around 10 foot because i just stretch it out two times yeah and yeah and i'm you know i'm like five foot three i'm super short dude (laughs) so i just stretch it out two times call that good uni to uni knot and uh just hook it up like that so that way i get a little less visibility for the fish when they're when they're looking at it and it seems to be working okay now if i'm walleye fishing like Des Moines River, Fort Dodge area. I don't really mess with the fluorocarbon leader because you're fishing the dirty river. Um, you're fishing spring when they're super aggressive anyway. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter that much, especially if you're dam fishing, trap fishing, or, you know, I do fish a lot of like current breaks and stuff. I'll just, I'll either find a spot along the side of the road if I can find a current break, or I will float down in my jumbo and I will anchor every once in a while and I'll just fish current breaks. Yeah. But, uh, that's basically my setup and always a backyard bait shop jig. There you go. Oh, yeah. Always. Can't, can't go wrong. Yeah. Um, what about you, boys? What was your setup? Uh, what's that uh, What's that light blue line that my brother-in-law gave to us uh, that one time? Some Japanese stuff. Yeah. So I use that line now. for Cast King? Uh, no. It's a, um, shoot. 
I totally forgot the Some name. Some Japanese. Yeah. So is, it, is it a super line or a braid? Or It's a braid. Uh, I have a braid. a braid. Yeah, I have okay. a braid line. Uh, it's 10 pounds, but the thing is, it's so light. When you can, ca- I can cast like super far with that. Mm-hmm. You've seen it. That's why I like crystal. Yeah. I yeah. love firelight it's, crystal. And, and I use the braid, and then I just use a fluorocarbon 10-pound um, leader, mm-hmm. and, and that's it. Simple. Mm-hmm. I just keep it simple. Uni, uni. And then I just, now I'm going to be starting using <laughs> somebody's uh, uh, <laughs> jig heads now from this point forward. Um, I would highly advise it if yeah. you want to and, and connect all, with more fish. And that's all I use today. Uh that was it, man. So, and then I just have my, what, medium light, um, Avid, St. Croix Avid. And then I just Ooh, got nice. this fancy. CI4. No. Nice. Yeah, I would love to buy a, a CI4 Stratic. Oh, it. man. Fancy pants. Yeah. 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 I'm yeah. like, I'm like in between, That's you know, it. I like, I like the really yeah. sensitive feeling like it's fancy stuff, but I don't want to pay for it. But, but like <laughs> I just told you, I'm, I'm the same way. I'm never buying. I mean, this is a thing. I mean, I just. You guys know, I, I love the habits, though. They're really, I love the rods. Um, but I'm probably never, ever going to spend more than $100, $200 on a rod again. I just right. don't fish enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not a professional fisherman. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't tell the difference between a 100 I, In reality, I couldn't tell the difference between a $100 rod and a $200 rod, let alone a, Well, I did fish in my brother-in-law's $900 rod. Jeez. It's great. It's great. Don't <laughs> get me wrong. It's cool. And, you know, I mean, he got like a $1,500 set. I'm just like, all right, I'm scared to even just touch it. You got to put like this. a deposit down to even touch that? Thing well, I mean, it's great, but I just I'll couldn't. I bet it is. I just couldn't tell the difference, though. I, I just bucks. couldn't. I just, there was no. His, to me, because I don't think I have the alcohol, I don't have the knowledge or the feel for it. His $900 rod, I could not tell the difference between that and my. 100 or 200 dollar rod put your finger on your rod blank when you're jigging yeah i should try that more no do just okay. do it and you'll be able to tell the difference probably like no the there's a high reason. dollar rod and i'm, I'm pretty and, yeah you know, i'm pretty you know sure I'm there's saying. a reasoning behind it don't get me wrong i'm just no but, i'm just offering a little but advice we fish like i was telling him like we did previous episodes we fi- i fish a lot on the banks mm-hmm. so i laid my shit down i do not want to lay a freaking <laughs> do you lay it down or do you throw it down I lay. Like, oh, that's good. Well, or now like, I have a two hundred dollar down. Yeah, I lay it down now. <laughs> I have to because I have. You know, it's not. It's it's not super pricey, but it's a two hundred dollar, two hundred two hundred fifty dollar rod yeah. and two hundred dollar reel. That's pretty much my setup right now. That's a good setup, man. And I'm not going to Croy and what? What are you running for real again? Uh, um, the CF4. Four. Yeah, Shimano Stratix. Oh, CI4. yeah, definitely. But that's I'm not going to throw that down. That's a money setup. But, but you see what I'm saying, though? Rich if you're, guy if you're, Whatever. <laughs> but, if you're fish, but if you're fishing on, on the bank, you're not throwing that on the ground. And no. We, and I fish on the bank all the time. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm like, okay, I it's not worth it to me to even... My brother-in-law's. When I was fishing with his, I was like, "Man, I don't know what I'm going to do with this rod. I got a fish on the line. How am I going to get the fish?" I'm like, "I'm not putting the shit on the ground. I don't want to scratch it or right." <laughs> I, I it's hear. a fifteen hundred dollars setup here. I'm like, "All right, yeah. what am I doing? How do I land this fish?" Because <laughs> what do you? You put it in between your legs. That's what I kind of did. That's pretty much what I did. But then you're on the rocks. So I'm just like, okay. So my thoughts are like, that's it. I'm never buying super expensive stuff and i couldn't tell the difference and i'm not good enough to be able to tell the difference of a 200 to a 900 we gotta boost that we gotta boost that self-confidence maybe, a little bit. maybe. for sure yeah. for sure but we gotta work on that that was my setup it's fun it works as long as you catch fish that's what's, all that matters what's kit setup 
he asked, nothing, right? Yeah, nothing too crazy. Actually, I had a conversation with Grandy's brother-in-law. You know, his argument is that, you know, it's so light, you could cast all day and not get tired. Like, well, I'd rather have a little fatigue and save seven hundred dollars <laughs> i i will say that's what that's another thing i really like about the cadence mm. very very light have you you didn't hold my rod last mm. time mm. that doesn't sound right you did you did not check out you never my hold rod, my rod my rod and reel last time correct <laughs> i have uh, not. you should and one thing i really like about it which i didn't mention is little guy i have smaller hands and they have a thinner grip, oh. and so I don't feel like I'm like you know holding on to something like this. It's very natural for me. Yeah, and it's very light, very sensitive, and that's why I like them. And Cadence has been very good to me. I have nothing bad to say about Cadence at all because I've done a little bit of sharing, you know, like social media stuff, and they've sent me like they sent me their top of the line reel. They sent me like a meat. Uh, thermometer kit. Just they, cool. they've just sent me some random stuff because I shared some of their stuff online. And, huh. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Truman's a pretty good, pretty good dude. I've dealt with Truman Murphy a little bit, and oh, okay. he's a pretty good deal, dude. And I actually okay. Let's get back to the setups. So my favorite, oh, yeah. my favorite walleye, actually jigging rod setup was a Hellbender. I forgot. Is it five fishing or something that used to. It was a hellbender. It was, it's not 13 fishing. It's not 13. It's that's, like some number. It's some number in fishing. I think maybe 13 fishing bought them out or something. But okay. uh, I bought it at the fisherman's swap meet for like $30. Nice. It was my favorite set. I mean, and I awesome. fished with some fancier stuff. I fished with uh, Granny's brother-in-law's, I don't know, $400 setups. You checked it out, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, ah, oh, you know what? It feels good. It it it. He didn't. He didn't. Did it not feel? I any did not. Different? It didn't. did not feel it didn't good like to wow me. You. It did not wow me. And then I was like, this thirty dollar. Well, I bought it for thirty bucks. I think you probably buy it for like sixty or something mm-hmm. now. But that was my favorite setup for a long time. And then I bought a new reel to go with it, and uh, a fish took it over the side of a boat. <laughs> like the oh, first man. or second. The first or second time I took it out with the new reel because oh, we weren't catching man. nothing. Yeah. I guess I was kind of asking for it because I, I just, uh, you know, I had the lures hanging over the side of the boat, maybe a foot underneath the boat, like right next to the motor. I've seen it happen. And it was like, down oh in boy. down in Florida, man. My brother <laughs> lost two setups like that. Oh, my God. He's like, he's telling oh. me, he's like, don't ever leave your rod sitting with the jig hanging on the yeah, side of the yeah. boat. Even and if it's right underneath the surface. And, yeah, and you just don't think about it and you just set it down and it's in the water. <laughs> Lesson learned. I think he did it for sure once while I was with him, maybe a second time. And he was like, now it goes in the rod holder. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And I even thought about that while we were out on the boat today because I just set it down on the back and just let it sit there. I did that too. And I'm like, like oh, do dude. I really want to leave? I saw you guys do that today. I'm, like, I'm not doing that, man. Because he th- he, I saw the video of it. I was like, uh, yeah, yeah. I got I'm it on camera. That. Yep. Fortunately, I can afford to replace my yeah. setup. Yeah, yeah, it's not like a nine hundred dollar setup or anything it, like that. It's, yeah, so it's like a maybe one hundred and forty. Hmm. So I'll be okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So the setup I was I was using today line line. Uh, I think it's a fifteen pound cast king braid. Oh, he's going heavy. Yeah. With a seventeen pound leader. You should have been flipping I fish. Should, I know, yeah. but I don't know. Flipping I'm, them. I feel like I'm not 
so much worried about the fish breaking off. I'm just afraid of the hook popping out Ooh, if I try to boat flip. I think about that all the time, like hook in the eye. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Yeah. That's why you wanted your sunglasses earlier, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Well, and then the sun came out. Can too. you imagine a gamma? Uh, I don't oh, even want to talk dude. about it. I don't want it to happen. Oh, dude. Mm. But, uh, yeah, I got a Bass Pro Pro Qualifier 2 spinning spinning rod. I think, I want to say it might be a medium heavy. Yeah? It doesn't look like a medium heavy, though. That's, that's what we use in Florida is medium heavy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's a medium heavy, but it doesn't look like a medium heavy. It doesn't feel like a medium heavy. Is it a little slower? It's actually fast action. Oh, is it fast? Yeah, okay. it's fast. And I got a Cast King Reel uh, Sharky 3. Yeah, I, think I thought like, about buying one. I think I told you that last time. I think he's got like twenty five pounds of drag. I think the, I think the yeah I think the cast kings are similar to the uh, to the cadence reels. Mm. I think they're built about the same. I yeah. think they come from the same area. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, so my setup's probably. I mean, if we're gonna put a price on setups, that setup's probably a hundred and fifty bucks. Yeah, that's that's a good range in my opinion for setups. I think it's a, run about a hundred and fifty. I agree. You don't feel too bad if something happens. I oh, I was so mad. <laughs> that just reminded me of something. Last year I was fishing in the spring. And I'm fishing at brushy, you know, trees everywhere. And I'm on a good bite on the front of the boat. I got my daughter in the back of the boat, and I got my rod sitting in one of the rod holders in the back of the boat. And I just happened to turn around, and I see my rod being picked up by a branch from one of the trees. Cause oh, we were going no. oh boy. And it was like slow motion, you know what I mean? It's like, bloop drops and i'm like no you don't yeah trying to do everything i can it's still sitting there in about 13 foot of water Uh, i know where it's at i just need clear enough water to be able to snag it back i sat there for 45 minutes trying to you know trying to snag it but it was my it was my only cr7 at the time so it was like it was my money setup you know it didn't cost a lot but it was my money setup that's crazy that's the biggest thing is the money setup and what feels comfortable what feels that's that's more that really is what more important than anything else it's what feels comfortable in your money setup Mm -hmm. yeah and funnily funnily enough that setup i closed my tailgate on it once (laughs) did you break it or was it good it was good i've been using it ever since oh that's awesome i think the way everything lined up so i had my tailgate down Mm -hmm. and it was kind of sitting from where where you step on the bumper at Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like uh i'm trying to trying to put it in words but basically my tailgate was down and you know the little corner where your bumper is and where the tailgate is Mm -hmm. i had it in that corner and i oh lifted up the tailgate and it just went yeah it was kind of bent (laughs) a little bit oh oh, man i totally Uh ruined this rod but this was two three years ago and i've been fishing with that rod oh that's awesome So, so let's talk about materials then what is your what is the material on your rod carbon like is it carbon or glass i think i'm pretty sure it's carbon maybe i love carbon yeah carbon's got the sensitivity the glass is i like glass for catfishing yeah 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 yeah. glass and stuff is great like the whisker seeker seeker. i need to check those out i'm I'm running uh cat fever right now i've been running big cat fever for like seven eight years but i I really should check the the whisker seeker out yeah i like them they're nice I'll bet. Yeah, they been, look nice. They look really nice. Yeah, I just, I've been running them for a few years. Yeah. And if Actually, I try one, time. I'll try two because I all my catfish setups are double. Yeah. I got two of this, two of this, two <laughs> of this. I just got to have two. Yeah. It's just the way I run. So much to do. Hmm. Yeah. All right, Kit. Let's wrap this up. We've uh, kept gentlemen here, Jeff, for way longer than we 
should have. Oh, I'm good. I'm having fun. All I'm right. enjoying it. Yeah, it's, it's funny because you were kind of like, oh, the camera kind of apprehensive. Yeah, now I'm just like chatting away like Chatty Kathy. <laughs> yeah, I was like, dude, it's just, but there's like, we don't have a script. We basically nah. just wing it. And if you want to talk fishing and drink beer. There you go. Yeah. And I even told Jeff, like, pretend the camera's not even there. We're just going to talk fishing. Like, Pretty ignore much. the camera. Yeah. Don't even worry yeah. about it. So I've been, like, just checking out the boats here and there and just kind of listening, yeah. you know. It's like, but man, yeah, I wonder I, if, we're, if we were still out there. If we, if we would be catching them. That guy's we would have been slaying <laughs> it. <laughs> no, I, uh, I'm, I, I've had a good time. Today has been a great day. I'm glad that you guys came fishing with me. I appreciate yeah, it. Thanks for having us, man. Yeah, and, thanks uh, for having us. Yeah, and, uh, we need to do this more. What yeah. else you got? I guess I'm going to hold you to getting me on two wipers. Ooh, all the yeah. ice. Oh, easy. We will. We will. Sure. Easy. We'll promise. It's I th- a promise. I think we should also plan for um, trying a different lake and trying to put the same pattern together. I think that would be cool. Just be say, interesting. Let's yeah. do it this day. Let's go try this. It's new to all of us as far as doing what we're going to do mm-hmm. and just see if we can come together and put a pattern I, together. I think if we take what we've been doing on this lake and apply it to uh, another body of water that mm-hmm. I have in mind, I think we could do it. Yeah, I think so too. Be I, interesting. Think I think we could do it. I mean, whether that's, you know, when I get my boat or yeah. I guess it'd be more of a journey for you to haul your boat down there. Either way, I'm good. As long as my uh, wheel bearing doesn't give out on me like a couple <laughs> weeks ago. That was like last minute and I'm like, well, uh, my wheel bearing went out, but I think I can get it fixed yeah. before we go so i got it fixed like the night before we. yeah went. it was clutch dude when you it got was, your yeah, i'm lucky i didn't lose that wheel if i would have been coming home from this area i probably would have lost the wheel but i was coming home from brushy so Ooh. it made it you know it was like 10 mile ride and yeah. it went out luckily. on that ride home luckily luckily because yeah. otherwise i'd have been sol yeah. basically okay so i guess my last thing is uh we've kept a few fish today to eat so how do yeah, you plan on uh, how do you plan on cooking your fish? Well, it depends on if if the kids have their choice, I'll have to fry it. But if I have my choice, I like to bake wiper. So do you it's fillet it and then bake it, or I will fillet it and I'll use butter and salt and pepper basically. Yeah. Um, butter, salt, and pepper with wiper. Bake it three fifty whatever fifteen twenty minutes whatever it takes, and just because it's so thick. Even with big walleye, I'll do that because mm-hmm. it, it's just good. I just think it's good. Nice. But what about you? Um, probably different ways. Uh, for the kids, I probably just fillet the smaller ones. Yeah. And then just uh, batter it up, fry it. Uh, me and Boss Lady, we're going to probably do spring rolls. I'm going to do fish wrap with I want to try those. They just and sound then good. She makes some amazing... Uh, um, Mum sauce, fish sauce to mm-hmm. go with it. Fish so. sauce sauce. Yeah, fish sauce sauce. Mm-hmm. Freaking Sounds such good. a... What, what's that word I'm looking for? It's a... Um, Umami. Yes. But, yes, yeah, so I'm going to be uh, doing that. And then I'll probably give the uh, fish or two to my mom because she loves to make papping top. That's awesome. a different one. That's a... It's a baking. You it, bake the fish with... baked the, whole fish. Baked whole oh, fish. Yeah. That's um, not right up my alley, dude. Yeah. And my mom scale just... Scale them, gut them, bake them. No, yeah. they don't even scale them. They just gut them and then she puts a bunch of herbs in it yep. and then they just bake it Stuff and then it's just uh, amazing stuff man. i do trout like that it's awesome there i love it so my mom will do it that way we'll do it that way and then the kids will have it three different ways so. sweet 
other than that, man, anything else for Jeff guy? I'm good. Well, like I'm going to do spring rolls as well. All right. But I'm going to flay, bake it, and then probably make like a pineapple sauce. Ooh. I think I've talked about it before. Yeah. I was talking to you about it. Yeah, you were. Yeah. It, it takes like, some prep, but I I'd think like that's one I'd like to try that out. That'd be good. So I wanted to add something new. So before we let you go, Jeff, um, I, 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 I'm going to add this on. Who would you like to see or hear on this podcast? And then whoever it is, you have to either know them or you can help get them on the podcast. Who would it be? Oh, you, you have to know them and you can help get them on our podcast. I have to know them. Who would it be that you'd want us to talk to and just hang out with and have a beer and talk fishing with? Hmm. You put me on the spot there. <laughs> have you had Derek on yet? Yep. Yes. We've had Derek. We can yeah, have Derek. him on again too. We can have him on again. Yeah. I, I'm pretty comfortable with Derek. That would be a good one. Okay. Sean. I'm good with Sean. Okay. I'm just trying to think of somebody new you haven't had on, but yeah. on the spot like that, I I'd say Derek or Sean. Or both. Okay. Yeah. There we go. Five man podcast podcast. Saki Saki podcast. Yeah. Saki. We do it his new lure or lure, uh dungeon. What am I yeah, saying? We do in his dungeon. He's got a new dungeon. His bait. Really? His oh, bait yeah, shop I've been dungeon. down there. Yeah. At Sean's? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I went and I, I met uh, Corey and him down there one day. I think I was dropping off some jigs or something. That's pretty There we go. Yeah. He's got it set up really nice mm-hmm. down there. Yeah, we, haven't, like we haven't had him on for a while. We can definitely do it. Let's uh, do it. Oh, Let's get together. Are we going to fish first or are we just going to do podcast? Depends. Possibly. He's got a boat. He does. We both have boats. Oh. I went out with them a couple weeks ago. It sucked. Remember? I almost shed on it. Or I mean, almost. I had an accident. <laughs> Topwater bite. <laughs> Ooh, that'd be dope. Topwater bite, Sean and Derek. Yeah. Right. Using diamond jigs. Mm. That could. Yeah, all right. We, can, we got Let's to Let's think that. about it. That'd be fun. Okay. Before we wrap it up, we got to talk about these jigs real quick. Go. Cool. Oh, yeah. I forgot. All right. So this is Jeff's personal jig box. It's even got a few jigs there's some plastics on them yeah there's some plastics on (laughs) them. it's my personal box so jeff offered this out for a giveaway what for our listeners no shit yeah so how many jig heads do you think this is about uh i think there's 90 in a box like that so close to to 100 somewhere can you open up this yeah close to 100 i'd say the way to win this would be to mention my favorite fish to catch okay that way you can go like you have to watch the podcast and you have to be right in the middle of it. Yeah. Is that going? Yeah. Yeah. So in the YouTube comments for this video, yep. you have to mention Jeff's favorite fish to catch, and then we'll pick out of those. We'll randomly pick you know a winner out of that. Yeah. So let's say ten people Draw guess a the same or thing. Whatever yeah. it takes, or spin the wheel. Yeah, spin the wheel. Spin the wheel. So yeah, let's do it. So shout outs to Jeff. I mean, enjoy. So so normally, how much would you sell this for? Oh, I can't remember a box mm-hmm. like this. Let me think about. It. Let me see what's in here. Yeah, I mean, we got some. I see some eyeballs. There's some I pretty some special sparkly jigs stuff. Actually, I don't make these for people to sell right here. That is like a oh a little teardrop. Ooh, yeah, it's specially cool. painted. Yeah. Um, I it's over 150 probably. Gee, biz. Probably with all the eyes and the yeah. special painting. Probably. Special paint. Yeah. Got some sparklies. Got some eyeballs. Those are some of my favorites. I was like, oh, I don't <laughs> know. A, yeah, I, I got to do this. That's because, a badass giveaway. Because though. I was not prepared. I was going to make like a special couple bags. 
And I was just like, I just spaced it off. And I was like, yeah, uh-huh. I'll just do one of my personal. There you go. Because. So all you need awesome. to do. Yeah. Cut some wipers with them. It's just uh, Jeff's favorite fish to catch. Yeah. Yep. In Comment the YouTube comments. My, That's my it. Favorite fish. And, and then you'll be put in a drawing to be drawn. Yeah. Cool. When did have, when's the end date? You guys call kit, it. Kit decide. Well, let's say a week after this podcast launches. Okay. Sounds good. We'll give you seven days. Seven days. Mm-hmm. $150 plus jig head set. And then, and then I'll... Are you going to use anything other than Kit Pearl and Kit Purple? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> okay, so I'll make so I'll make him some of his standard right. juice, and I'll make something special for you, and I'll that send worked. them to you guys, or else I'll give them to you next time we go fishing. There How's you go. that sound? Because I gotta I gotta provide something for you too as well. <laughs> <laughs> Works for us. All right, but other than that, man, Jeff has been a blast today. Uh, amazing fishing, amazing podcast, amazing beer, amazing air. It, it was a beautiful day. Now, um, you know, it's uh, I truly appreciate. You know, fishing kit myself. We 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 started this podcast because we love to support local businesses and local people and everything. So truly appreciate that you were just you know open arms to invite us to come and fish with you and just record Absolutely. here with you. And um, other than that, man, keep grinding, dude. Keep doing your jig. And and like I just said, I think I am wholeheartedly sold on are you fishing. sold i think I i'm sold it. i think That's i'm pretty awesome. sold i think i'm pretty sold on your, your your jig heads and everything um and like i just said man this is an amazing time because i i learned some new techniques today uh i was able to catch fish today and it was just like i said man it's good times man absolutely i enjoyed doing it and i'm glad you guys came yeah. awesome. one more thing before we go sure what was our total was it like 74 Seven. or 75 because we had 71 and then we caught at least three more, right? Yeah, when we yeah. moved. I mean, if I would have yeah. land, if I would have been a real fisherman, and landed shit, it would have been more. But it <laughs> is what it is. Let's it say seventy four, seventy five. There we yeah. go. That's yeah. a good day of fishing. That is great day, day of fishing. fishing. So, other than that, guys, uh, if you guys are listening to this far, truly appreciate it. Don't forget, guys, uh, check out Fishing Kids YouTube channel. His ass is over three thousand, so let's get his ass to four thousand. Get him more. Let's get him up to four thousand. Don't forget, check out My Pop Fishing. I just released a video today, and then uh, check out My Pop Sports. So, uh, other than that, make sure you guys share this podcast. Let's get this shit up because. I think our YouTube's only like 270-ish, 280 subs. Yeah, we got to build that up. But we got a lot of uh, listeners, you know, that listen on the other hand on Spotify and, and YouTube, uh, YouTube, which is oh, cool. Right. Or, or not YouTube, but iTunes, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, man, you guys are badass. Till next time, man. All right. See ya. Oh, yeah. Here's your $2 I owe you. <laughs> <laughs> he pays the uh, latest. Like, I got to go get $2. Winner